This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. This episode of the History of Bad Ideas is sponsored by the Cincinnati Comic Expo. If you missed the Cincinnati Comic Expo in 2016, it will be returning to the Duke Energy Center in Cincinnati, Ohio in 2017, September 22nd through the 24th. Want to know what you missed out on? Go to the Cincinnati Comic Expo Facebook page, and they have all their panels with Stan Lee, John Barrowman, and many, many others. Also want to know what else you're missing out on? Check out History of Bad Ideas podcast number 143 as we have sit-down interviews with several of the guests at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Again, September 22nd through the 24th of 2017. Get your tickets at the beginning of the year. Broke to Suki, Superman before Zack Snyder ruined him. Michael Keaton was the best Batman, while Christian Bale was just deadpan. No one remembers the other ones. Princess Leia in bikinis, oh, yeah. Transformer Lamborghinis. Yeah. Please don't let child of proof ever act again. Please, God, no. Remembering tales from the crypt, I back do. when Michael Bay wrote good scripts. He wrote good All scripts. right here is old mystery. It's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. So bad. It's the history of bad ideas. It's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. So bad. It's the history of bad ideas. Podcast. Oh, yes. Welcome to History of Bad Ideas, episode number 150. What? Really, it's not even that big of a deal, but it is no. kind of. Yeah, it, it, I like the fifty tra- marks. Sesquicentennial. It's or as as Bilbo Baggins would say, it's our fifteenth tenth. Who's Bilbo? Exactly, <laughs> okay. that's your problem, Jason. Oh, sorry. Well, not that's my problem because okay. I don't know who he is. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. <laughs> I'm Blake. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, you have survived election night. We did too. Barely. Ugh. Thank you, Supreme Overlord. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, Supreme we mo- Overlord. We praise Supreme you. Supreme Overlord. Woo, Supreme Overlord. Uh, we appreciate it. <laughs> we take back everything we said. For the last year and a half. As long as you take back everything you've said in the last year and a half. Please keep me off your deportation lists. I think you're legal. Oh, okay. I think. Good. I think. Uh, that doesn't oh, yeah. mean anything. That's true. doesn't mean a damn thing. I'm trying to think, hmm, where, if I get deportated to someplace nice. Deportated? Deportated. Uh, I'm going to say Canada. I'm going Canada. Canada won't take me. Uh, uh, why don't you go to Mexico? That could work. I don't speak Spanish. Hola. Uh, your, your dollar could go farther there. Apparently. Yeah, that's true. How about the Bahamas? I could probably go to the Bahamas. Bahamian. Nobody ever bothers you there. The Bahamas don't go to war. You know, Bahamian. Bahamians. Bahamian. Bahamian. They don't go to war. You know, they just kind of mind their own business. They don't go to what? War. War? I have a... <laughs> you mean war? No, no, I meant guar. The band. War. They don't go to guar. They don't go to guar concerts. No, you just you just usually have some guy, uh, either you're getting asked to buy some bracelet <laughs> on the beach, or they want to braid your hair, one or the other. I, th- I don't think they can braid my hair. I'll let them braid my hair. Yeah. Or they're looking to sell you weed, one or the other things. I don't Not know. that there's anything wrong with that. No, exactly. Yeah. It's medicinal. 
Five states just legalized it on election night. <laughs> We'd won more states than Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right, hold on a second. Down the hall. Hold Down on a second. second. Hobie presents. Hobie presents Soapbox. This is your non-political podcast. <laughs> We are non-political. But that was funny. But I, <laughs> we are shattering the podcast ceiling this week. We're non-political. Non-political. That be, that's down the hall. The Hobie Soapbox Podcast coming to you from Canada next week. It <laughs> uh, will not be on this station. Or though, maybe so. as we just discussed. The well, Bahamas. <laughs> well, we feel that Neil, uh, I'm sorry, that Nickel from uh, yeah. Graphic Novice, they're actually going, they picked yeah. up picked up the soapbox uh show uh because they because they don't they don't have their own shows anymore so it was disappearing so yeah so we might as well do that okay the canadia soapbox Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. okay uh so one quick thing here uh one quickie uh, i got this in the mail today it's called uncommon goods i always like these catalogs Mm, that's uncommonly good it is uncommonly good him her fun and home that's the four. That's hey, the four. I, don't bring your bedroom into this fucking podcast, Jason. I don't want to hear about it. Oh, you will hear about it. <laughs> but I, was, I don't hear your, your uncommonly good bedroom. Oh, it is uncommonly product. good. Uh, <laughs> like a Toll House cookie? Well, here's a th- <laughs> What are you doing with that golf club? I feel like a little chocolate. <laughs> uh, anyways. What's that glove for? Don't worry about it. <laughs> All comes out brown, anyways. Yeah, Moving on. Uh, I always like looking at these things that they sell in these catalogs at Christmas time because they're all like a billion dollars more than they are six months ago. It's like that air mall shit that you yes. see on airplanes all the time. You look at them like, wow, that's really cool. I would never buy this, but it's pretty cool. Well, let me just give you a couple of things. I'm going to be uh, looking through this throughout the show just to give it your ideas uh, because I need some Christmas gifts this year. Um, my wife doesn't usually give me any ideas, so I got to figure some out. I got <laughs> this one is a butter bed, churner, a bed, butter. bath, and beyond. <laughs> I guess all you got to do. A butter churner. Thirty dollars, thirty dollars, and it looks like a mason jar with just like a little thing that you wheel. So, oh, so it's tiny, even. Yes, yes. <clears throat> if it was a full size butter churner, I would say yes. But then your wife would get mad because she'd be like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Stay in the kitchen, barefoot, pregnant." Well, with your fourth child <laughs> there will be no more trust me i've been castrated uh there is a uh scraper for your windows mm-hmm. in the shape of a well it doesn't even have a shape of a hockey stick it just says hockey on it like the ccm brand oh. 34 dollars. wow <laughs> you mean that six dollar item yes that i can go and get huh. uh let's see a dog breed blueprint of a dachshund uh it's a blueprint of a dog uh, there's two of them. Oh, no, there's just one. But you uh, don't have a Dachshund. No, you can make any kind, uh, you can pick any dog you want. Mine's a mutt. Okay, yeah, can you pick mutt? Yeah, I think you should. Those are the only dogs people should Can get. you yeah. pick a side profile of you naked on all fours? Oh. I think that would be I great. I just up a little bit. <laughs> For the pillow? And your neighbors come over to visit? <laughs> what the fuck is this? What are you talking about? It's, that pillow's gonna be in your chair <laughs> <laughs> next week. <laughs> Take a guess how much it is. A blueprint uh, of a dog. Front Thirty-five dollars. The front is the face, and it says the dog's brand. The back is the side profile with little descriptions on the ears and all that. Twenty-nine ninety-nine. Ninety-five dollars. Holy <laughs> crap! <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, I should have th- overguessed. I should have overguessed. Elwood the Rainbow Unicorn mug. Uh, take a look at that. That's beautiful. It's a white. Uh, oh, okay. It's a white coffee feet. mug. It has feet. 
Uh, it has a unicorn horn come out of it, and the tail is rainbow. That's the handle. Take a guess how much. That looks to be a $55 mug. $29.99. Oh. For one mug. <laughs> for one mug. And finally, the last thing we'll do here before we'll talk later on, there's a, a dog tote bag you can get with a, your picture of your dog. You send them a picture, and they put they cartoon draw it. Oh, oh. since you don't have a dog, it would be you on all fours. I do have a dog. Jeff doesn't have the dog, so it's him on all fours. I've never seen your dog. Yeah. Where's your dog? In bed. <laughs> Sleeping. You're, you're lying to me. Jeff, do I not have a dog? He has a dog. I've never seen your dog. It's a hound. It's named uh, after I've been coming here for uh, 120 at least episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your damn dog? <laughs> I have a hound uh, lab mix. Where? It's in my son's room usually. Uh, okay, that's probably why I never see it. So you see the tote bag. Take a guess how much. Take twenty nine t- ninety nine. You're going twenty nine. Uh, you want twenty nine on everything? Yes, I uh, know. I uh, wish I could find something I'm in here for twenty Right, illiterate asshole. <laughs> I'll say fifty five dollars. Seventy five dollars. God damn it! I mean, seriously. You can get those tote bags for free on PBS. Go to a comic expo, you'll get one for free. You can just put a picture on it. Yeah, but with the PBS, you gotta donate to the, yeah, uh, but the but Michael the... Blue Blay Concerts Fund. Well, that's fine, but the the gift is free. Your donation is for PBS. Uh-huh. The gift is free. Sure, sure. That's how they want to say it. <laughs> so if you uh, so if you're curious, like I said, go to uh, Uncommon Goods. They do not sponsor us, but uh, if you really want to overpay, <laughs> and nor will they. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, anything else going on with you guys? <clears throat> anything exciting? Not really. Okay. It's been a... Rough week? Eh, not rough. Just a wearing down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm getting to the point, well, I'm going to go ahead and go to our uh, up-down. Up-down. One thing we're up on this week, one thing we're down on this week. And I'm not even sure I have an, an up. <laughs> I've heard that about <clears throat> you. <laughs> Thanks. No problem. <laughs> Uh, down, I'm down on, I'm down on Facebook and Twitter. Okay. okay. Just, I thought, okay, after a year and a half of all this political shit, I'm like, mm-hmm. things can get back to normal, and it got worse. It did get worse on Facebook. I don't see it on Twitter. I do. Really? Yeah. I've not seen it at all on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, maybe a little less as the, you get farther away from the mm-hmm. election, but, oh my God, the first three days after the election, that's the only thing that was on Twitter. Oh, I missed it. Oh, Thank God. God. You, I don't know how. You must not have been on Twitter. I haven't been on it much. <laughs> I wasn't on it much. Yeah, I am so tired of political posts on Facebook. I feel like it wears I'm you so down. tired from the left. I'm so tired from the right. I'm tired I'm, from I'm the wrong. I'm tired of it all. That's why I've stopped doing anything political. I just want to try and post funny things from I'm here on. That's, that's my intention. I yeah. get on, I'm like, oh, let's just... Have, Put funny things. Somebody and, says yeah. something. And you're like, and God damn. You know what? And then they say it over and over and over oh, again. Oh, damn it. You know what? And eventually you respond and you're like, what did I just fucking do? I am, <laughs> I am going to start blocking people just because I'm so to, tired of their political posts. You don't even have to block. You can block not the person, but you can block <clears throat> well, that source the that they pull is from. Some of my friends, which I love them all mm. dearly, and some of our podcasting friends, the only thing they keep posting is... Political BS, and I'm just so tired. I'm just so was there so tired. Yeah, I guess there was uh, last week. I'm tired of the Harambe party. It's really getting old. He didn't win, guys. Let it go. <laughs> okay, I don't know if Harambe will ever get old. 
There sure. was a funny Harambe post this past week. What's that? Right? It was like, uh, you know, Harambe, Harambe and some guy goes into the bar and says, what's Harambe want? The guy says, ice. And he says, just ice? He says, yes, just ice for Harambe. <laughs> Justice for Harambe. And you know what? I had to click on the comments because there's like 200 plus comments. Uh-oh. And there were people that were pissed off. And whoever's running this Facebook account for Harambe, <laughs> he, he, and they were they were mad, and this is vitriolic posts, just like all the vitriolic posts in the past week. And it's just like I just started laughing. I'm like, this has to be fake, right? I mean, it, it, this, the outrage on this has to be fake, but no, no I, he, it, it is insane. That's what I've learned he, this past week is none he, of this is well, a lot of shit posted is fake. Yeah. But the, the people's feelings and butthurt emotions are real. And God, it's annoying. Yes, oh. it is. Uh, I love I love the whole electoral college uh, scandals right now. The electoral college is a genius thing that was created by the founding fathers of our party, of our of our country. If you don't know what you're talking about, the Electoral College and why it exists, you need to go and actually read why it exists and why it protects you from the tyranny of the majority and how they set that up for a balance and all that kind of stuff. And it is probably one of the most ingenious things that there is that the Founding Fathers set up. And anybody that ever thought that we were a, a true democracy are obviously undereducated and don't understand what representative democracy and republic is. Go back to school. Go learn your civics class again. Blake is on soap, Hobie soapbox. No, I, you know what? You know you're right. I'm done. I'm on, done. I'm done with the public on the Canadian shit. broadcast I'm done. system. I'm done. 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 No, I'm not going to talk anymore. Next week. I don't want to talk anymore. So, Jason, what are you up on? Who are you up on? Can I yeah, be up? What are you up on? I'll tell you what I'm up on. Happy birthday, Jax. Jax who? It's uh, El Heno from Idaho. It's his dog's birthday today. Oh, that's oh. right. Happy birthday, El, he- uh, El Heno's dog. Yes, I did see it. Five years right. old. That's right. Five years old. Yay. Uh, I'm up on Superstore, the TV show. Ah. We finally... That show is hilarious. It reminds me very... It's very similar to The Office, yeah, but a little bit more. And I used to work in retail. Jeff used to work in retail. Oh, yeah. Remind me about that. And there's little things like you have these stories going on, and then they show like little five-second snippets of what customers are doing. And it's always like in front of the employee, they knock something over. They look, look down at it, walk away. It's like, (laughs) yeah, that's, that's pretty similar. And just like these little quick snippets. And my wife and I have enjoyed it. I told her, I was like, it's very office like in terms of like it's a very ensemble cast. And you know that the the two leads are eventually going to get together. She's married right now to kind of a douche. <laughs> but it's very well done. It's very funny. Um, it is on hiatus right now, so you can go on to NBC and watch them because uh, they just had their Black Friday show episode oh. that was pretty funny and they all got food poisoning <laughs> because they brought in the uh they brought in platter for yeah everybody brought food in and uh the one was a spinach dip that they got sick on uh so they were taking turns going to the bank like waiting in line they're like there's no customers or, i mean no cashiers in line <laughs> so they're all just waiting <laughs> uh so it is pretty damn funny uh i recommend a superstore so i'm very up on that uh, Jeff, so, anything you're, oh, so it's like a, a Walmart office. Yes. 
Yes. Ah, cool. And they even run on, uh, uh, sorry, they protested two weeks, or a couple weeks yeah. ago. They went on strike at the end of the last season because the one lady wasn't getting maternity leave, and she mm-hmm. was, but then they were also bitching because they cut them off right at, right before full-time status, like 31 hours and all yeah. that stuff. Um, it's, a, it's a funny show, though. It's very well done. So if you worked in retail, you'd identify very yes. much with it. All yes, right. there's a lot of stuff I identify with working in retail. God, I spent way cool. too many years working in retail. Thanks for bringing all that back up. <laughs> Down the hall. <laughs> Hobie has a new podcast next week called Retail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the insights of Jeff and Jason. So it will be on the Canadian Broadcast Network. So, uh, podcast mm-hmm. Network, sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. We're on Nerdly. Nerdly is back up and running. Nerdly.co.uk. Hello, governor. Good day, mate. Oi. Nope. Oh, wait, that's Australian. No. No. Yeah, cheeky monkey. Dom wankers. Uh, Cheers. We're, we're on Geek Life Radio, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central, every Friday, internet radio show. Uh, we're also on Tangent Bound Network. Ooh, Tangent. Uh, we're on Danger Entertainment. Danger. Danger, Danger Entertainment. And we're on WeBeGeeksPC.com. Check them all out. Um, and we're also on Wicked Radio Network. Well, and sometimes. Are we? Well, it's pretty much down. But you know, hey, yeah. it's, the Facebook page is up. <laughs> the Facebook page is still up. Yes. And Wicked is not the uh, Wizard of Oz bullshit. No, no. Uh, or Wicked, the Ewok. It's not the Wicked Network. I but, thought uh, you said the Wiccan Network. Oh, I like Wiccans. Mm, Wiccan. Father Religions, I think it might be a Wiccan. I love sacrificing a goat. Uh, but yes, thank you everybody for listening. We are episode 150. <laughs> I don't think Wiccans sacrifice goats. My Wiccan does. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, I just saw a stray goat a goat in the farm area over here, mm-hmm. so I just decided to have a little fun. He um, called it a sacrifice. We had goat burgers for dinner. Goat burgers are pretty good. I'm just having to say. <laughs> See, I thought in the fall you just took your clothes off and rolled around in the leaf piles. I did that too. <laughs> <laughs> In this gated community, we don't have real trees, so it's okay. Uh, but yeah, so a lot of our podcast friends that uh, we would not be here without uh, have sent in congratulations. Uh, very self-congratulatory uh, episode with that, so we appreciate that. Yes, but that is this is your guys' 150th. It's like your 130th, 120th. Ish. Yeah. I, I don't but know we want to be at 150 is. without you, Blake. Without you. Yeah. So. Your episode is still number is, one. Yeah, the first you. appearance of you, number eighteen, I think is your number is a number one episode. It's because it's just a good number. It is. Eighteen's a good number. And Dungeons and Dragons in the title too. Yeah, I think exactly. that helped. It could help. That's and I, I think that's when Libsyn gave us a boost. They did. They did. <laughs> uh, they did. They, did. they said Blake's on. Give him a boost. Let's go. do it. The guys over at the History of Bad Ideas podcast, uh, Jeff, Jason, and Blake, they even asked us to send them some audio uh, for their hundred and fiftieth episode. So. On behalf of the wow. Jock and Nerd podcast, being Imran Anthony and Rug Boy, uh, I thought we should record a little uh, funny thing. Who the fuck right, are so these guys? What are they doing? The show, clearly you guys have not listened to the show. I apologize. I have listened to the show because they play our promo. Is that a good idea or Thank a you bad very idea much. listening to the It's show. a bad idea. Well, the show is called History of Bad Ideas, but they talk, they talk about pretty much what we talk about. Uh, superhero TV, comic book stuff. They're into wrestling. Uh, so this show movies. is basically competition. Like you could listen to our they, show or their show. You could listen to the Jock and Nerd podcast, and you could also listen to History of Bad they Ideas. They don't have a puppet, though, do they? They do not have a puppet. They got a guy named Blake. 
Got oh, Blake's a hot name. Yeah, it is. You That's know, a very like, like millennial name. It's also a hot name for a girl. Like I knew a girl named Blake. Oh, she yeah. was smoking. Blake Lively's. Oh, yeah. yeah, fantastic. Yeah, this is a guy. Can we swear? Absolutely. Do they swear on their Fuck show? Fuck yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> so look, 150 episodes, guys. That's awesome. Congratulations. Here's the thing. You might have to turn around and send this audio pretty quick because we're going to be catching up soon. Yeah. What are we at? 137? Yeah. And Holy they're going to have to congratulate us. Rugs, what do you think of uh, congratulate them for 150 episodes? Listen, guys, you guys probably hate each other by now doing 150 episodes. So good job. For, <laughs> I don't know if you guys do this stuff live together or uh, via the internet. But keep at it, dudes. Just the fact that they haven't killed each other after 150 episodes, that is something to be said. For some, From someone that has never listened to your show ever, I am so proud of you guys for getting <laughs> to 150. You guys have a fantastic show. Here's to another 150, you cocksuckers. Look, you guys, I listen. It's cool. Don't worry about the others. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Big Dev from Snake Oil Comics, Shot of History, and Snake Oil Horror. Just wanting to wish the guys at Hobie a happy... 150th episode. I want to say thanks to Dev, the gentle giant, for that. Appreciate it, Dev. We've known you for a long time. Yeah. And the guys over there at Jock and Nerd. Eh, I don't know about that. Uh, was that a compliment? Well, well one of them listens to us. Imran. I can't even pronounce Imran's name. So. Imran. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm just mumbling. Rug, uh, and he's the one that listens to us. Yeah. Is he yeah. the Jock or the Nerd? Uh, he, they actually say that at the very beginning. <laughs> so obviously Blake does not listen. <laughs> He's the puppet. They have a puppet. It's not um, the same. Oh. Anyways, but thanks guys for that. Cool. Uh, let's see. We got a Twitter poll of the week. Anybody want to do the Twitter? Let's do it. Sure. Let's Twitter poll of the week. Yay. Uh, <laughs> me. What? Do, sorry, as I'm dying here. What do you think of the new version a new season of The Walking Dead so far. Uh, we put this on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast. You can follow us. And here we go. Uh, last at uh, 11%. Enjoyable, but not great. Uh, 22% said losing interest, which surprises me. Uh, it's tied for first almost. No, it's not a tie. It's true. 1%. <laughs> Anytime I put The Walking Dead pulls up there, I get a lot of response, so I do appreciate it. Uh, 33% said awesome Negan rules and 34% said awful Negan is a waste. So it's, it's like Clinton and Trump. They're very divided. <laughs> it's right down the middle. I feel I put my vote, put it over the top. <laughs> 11% is the uh, Gary John is the oh, Jill Stein. Yeah. They really wish Jill really wishes she got, really got 11%. Gary really wishes he got 22. Gary Johnson really, got 22%. Right. He's losing. He's losing interest in the race. So he's at 22%. <laughs> Uh, no, so, yeah, uh, it's a very split. Blake, are you enjoying this season? Yeah. I like it. It was, uh, you know, I, I learned one thing. I think uh, this past episode is a very much uh, pro-Second Amendment uh, gun rights That episode. was a shitload of guns. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, the, the rule is, the, the lesson learned is that uh, keep your guns so that you may protect yourself from tyranny. Excellent. And... Don't make a log of all your guns so the bad guys yeah, can come in. Logs and say, oh, I think these are all it. What exactly. the fuck was that? Oh, exactly. my God. Oh, we know for a fact they're all here because she kept track of them all. And I'm sitting there going, why didn't you burn the book? 
Here's an idea. Why the fuck are you logging a, a missile launcher? There's only one you have. It's not <laughs> difficult if it goes missing. <laughs> did, did you get the missile launcher? It's gone. <laughs> Check the log. Make sure it's supposed to be there. <laughs> uh, or cook the books, at least. I mean, come yeah. on. Hide 20 of them somewhere. Missile launchers, zero. Zero. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did you have a missile launcher? No, we just yeah. write putting down all the things. No. Tank, zero. <laughs> uh, I've got a friend who stopped watching. Why? He really didn't like the direction of the turn. Huh. Uh, didn't like the. I think he might have watched the second episode of the mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. and stopped there. If not, he just said it wasn't enjoyable anymore. I've heard that from a lot of people. Uh, oh, not a lot, but I've heard that from you know article news articles. Yeah. And that. But the ratings are actually higher this season than the last two. So I think you're losing some people, but gaining some. Uh, I think a lot of it is through streaming. I think people wanted to see who Negan killed, yeah. so they ended up watching live now. Uh, I like Negan. I thought this hour and a half long episode was way too long. We did not need an hour and a half episode this week. No, I, it did get burdensome of uh, the bullying, but yeah, I understand they want to keep the tone mm-hmm. going, and they want to express Negan's rule as nearly intolerable, highly, uh, highly, you know, oppressive. But is he like this towards? The hilltop, you think, and the uh, kingdom? Well, you're going to find out next week. Or do you think he's just doing it just to put Rick in his place at the very beginning? Like uh, like anybody that um, conquers somebody else Mm -hmm. or takes over something forcibly, in order to effectively kowtow them, you got to put your boot on their neck. For a while. And that's what he's doing. I did like how Rick thought, oh, okay... Well, maybe we can make this work. I'm going to do an act of good faith, and here's the gun that we didn't log. Fucking now, idiot. please give us Daryl. Well, I understand his, his motivation was yeah. to try and get Daryl back because, yeah. you know, they purposely brought Daryl out there to parade in front of him. Yeah. And, you know, Daryl looks like shit, and he's been beat Can up. we just call him Sad, Sad Daryl from now on? Sad Daryl. Sad Daryl. Mopey Daryl. Sad Daryl. The rumor online yeah. is that they cut his tongue out because he wouldn't say he's Negan, and that's why he's mm-hmm. not talking. I don't think they would do that for their moneymaker of Daryl. <laughs> no, because because uh, the anti-Daryl, the last thing in the episode, he, as he walks by him, and says, all you got to do is say, this bike could be mm. yours. All you got to do is say the words. Yeah. yeah what's, I, what's his name? Dan? Dwight. Dwight. The anti-Daryl. I, like I can't yeah. feel, I feel like they don't know what to do with Dwight. Like one episode, he you think he's going to turn on uh, Negan. Yeah. The next episode, he's just a dick. But, but Daryl... The few words he did say, not mm-hmm. this past week, but the week before, he basically tells Dwight, I understand why you did it. Correct. Because you were thinking of somebody else. Yes, and I understand and that. Daryl says, I can't do that. Basically saying, I've got nobody. You know, I, and, and I think Daryl is actually bringing this punishment on himself because he probably feels guilty for... Glenn. Glenn. And I feel like he's also playing the long game and he's going to be the one that turns. He's basically going to infiltrate Negan's group he's eventually going turn, to turn for cave. the purpose of be, becoming like the anti daryl and you know helping the the downfall of negan, negan. uh i think uh yeah that that makes a hell of a lot of sense and there was a moment there i thought well obviously daryl is taking the place of carl you know, as far as in regards to the graphic novels of what mm. I've read and everything else, what you've talked talked about, but I I almost for a minute there when Carl drew the gun, 
know, on the guys. On Negan. On, yeah. On oh, yeah, the guys. guys and they went in. And I almost thought that that was going to be the point where Negan takes Carl and they go with the graphic yes. novel storylines and, you know, but uh, apparently no. My my whole thought the whole time, and I understand that they're scared. You know, Rick's scared a little bit. He's a little worried. He doesn't want to lose anybody. He has the Lucille, mm-hmm. the bat. Yeah. Many times it's just him and Negan and Negan's back is turned. Mm-hmm. Kill him. See what happens. You have no, at that point, you kill Negan. Then you see, I'm in charge now. I got the fucking Lucille bat. I just yeah. killed Negan. You fuckers are following me. See what happens. Yeah, people may get shot. They may go nuts. But at least you're not under their rule for the next 30 years. Yeah, but that's that's the whole, you know, evil dictator demagoguery. Yeah. Of, you know, you sit there and you think, you know, how easy would it have been for people to kill Hitler or Correct. Napoleon? Or, Apparently not that easy. Apparently They're making Valkyrie it, movies exactly. about it. Or <laughs> they, they keep failing. Let me go back in time. I'll I, just shoot him when he's on the shitter, Dad. Wait, no, Scott, on. you can't do it. Hold on. We need to go back and delete this thing out about North Korea because I don't want Kim Jong-un coming and hunting us down. Oh, you mean our new Secretary of State. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so I, uh, I like the show. I thought an hour and a half was a little too long. It was very similar to the graphic novel this episode with mm. holding the bat and everything. The last line, you know, I just slid my dick down your throat and you thanked me. Yeah. That was straight from the book. I like some of that, but I thought it was a long episode. Yeah. It, 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 it was really long. Uh, and then Rosita, she got a gun. Make me a bullet. Make me a bullet, Eugene. That's right. Oh, and I think, uh, who's the douchebag at the end? That uh, does not like Rick anymore. Uh, he was not trustworthy of Rick. He's the one that had the gun. Spencer. Spencer, yeah, the guy that was hiding the alcohol, the food, and the two guns. I think in the book he actually is the traitor, and it, it looks like they're setting that up mm-hmm. in, the, in the TV show too. Yeah. So, I enjoy it. I'm not the 33% that think it's awesome, but I think it's very enjoyable. I like mm-hmm. it a lot. I like it better than last season so far. Yeah, I like yeah. it. The whole Negan thing brings in a new story arc that I kind of like. Nobody's so. hiding under a dumpster, so I'm happy with that. That's yeah. true. I, I do think it's much better than, than where I was. It's better than the first Se- episode. Mm-hmm. Was it? Yeah. Do you think Glenn's under the camper still? Probably. Okay. Decomposing. Okay. Did you see the meme online about Carl asking uh, Maggie if he can have Glenn's eye so he can have two eyes at work? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> poor Glenn. That was pretty funny. Poor Glenn. Uh, poor Glenn, poor Carl, poor everyone in this uh, book. Carl. Yeah. So what, what about some other other uh, shows Westworld? you want to talk about real quick? Westworld, yes. Uh, I Spoilers for the next five Spoiler minutes. Spoiler alert. Yep, spoilers Bernard's a, Bernard's a host. Who Bernard. didn't see it coming? You know, I think I called there it about were four some ago. clues that you think about now going back into it. And, like, and especially when he was there in the, you know, when he shows him the photo. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, uh, you know, anything that harms them or anything like that, they can't register. Yes. Like, he's, always, he's talking about, yeah, this is me and Arnold. He's like, uh, Arnold? You know, looking at the photo, and he like, it was like, could he actually see him? No. Maybe not. And the best part is when they were in the cottage, and he's got the lamp looking around. She's like, what's through this door? And he's like, what, what door, door? door? Oh, yeah. As soon as he said what door, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think four episodes ago, I did say he was a host. Oh, and Blake, Blake mocked me and said... Well, he has a wife and child. Nope, that nope, was part of the programming. 
Did, You're right. Did people say that after the first episode? Yeah, we did mention that too. Yeah, right? I, I was like, oh, Bernard's a host. But between us three, oh, that's okay. what I'm going with. Well, that's I, what I'm going. I started to believe it more when um, it was discovered that Bernard Lowe is actually an anagram for Arnold. Arnold Weber. Yes. Yeah. And I said, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is as as, Bernard? As soon as that was pointed out, I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's got to be. You know, so, of course, because that's how evil evil people are. So he's he killed uh, Teresa. On the, it was awesome. What? Yeah, he did. <clears throat> yeah, you didn't see. I didn't uh, but that part. Arnold, or I mean, um, Ford is building his own robots underneath. Yeah, slowly yes. but surely. Couple days, they said. Yes. And as soon as Teresa was down there, and Bernard was down there, and Ford came down, I was like, "He's building Teresa in that yep, thing right there. That's yep. a new Teresa that yep. he's building." Yep, I, I like it. And I like he, it. He even uh, used the same phrase. You know, it requires a. Blood, blood sacrifice. Well, did it, you see, they linked, I was reading some yeah. articles online today. It's because the robot that was um, having sex with the board member. Yeah. Yeah, Hall, Hector. Hector. Hector and Hall. Is, it, is her name Hall, I think? I can't remember. The, the, the representative for yeah. the board. What's yes. her name? Yeah. Hall, I think. Yeah, because I forgot he name. could access, you know, the he site He can access the, the robots. Oh, yeah. He used them as, and, and that could also explain how he revealed to Teresa that, you know, the board does this every so many years. Mm-hmm. And that's why there's a theory that he knew what was coming already because other people, he goes, we go through this game every so many years. He, he may actually have replaced some people that go back to uh, oh, I think Delos the board. And, and the board. So there may yeah. be some hosts on the board that they're not aware of. And that's why he knows that they're, knows their game, knows they're already coming. I mean, he already made the reveal to Teresa's like, yeah, I already know. They're already on their way and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. And she's like, how do you know? Because you know. the robotic Teresa is obviously going to work against against the board. Yeah, and I I do think there's some host on the board already. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like that thing. Ford can't last a season though, right? He's dead, right? I don't know. They, they, he might disappear, but then I think he'll have to come back for the big. You hope Anthony yeah. Hopkins stays alive for that long. Well, that's true. 2016's been a bitch so far, so let's <laughs> yeah. not do that. Yeah, they may have to find a host for him. They did renew it for <laughs> season two. <laughs> Thank you. They did renew it for season two, but they said yeah. it may not start uh, come back until 2018. Uh, what? Yeah, because they said, the HBO uh, president said, it's an expansive set, it's expensive to make, and they're they're very dedicated to it. It's mm-hmm. the number one show. Uh, the season, This season has averaged $12 million almost, Mm-hmm. viewers per episode which is more than the first seasons of Gar- uh, game of thrones and the other top one that they had for a while like it blew mm-hmm. away even those first seasons Good. so they said they're committed to it but they said they need to make sure that they can get everything lined take up time yeah which i'm fine uh, that's I'd, okay. I'd rather they do it right than rush it out yeah yeah don't over correct they All said right. it wouldn't be late 18 it would probably be january oh, okay. that way of 18 yeah. february so that's not bad all right, question though. Yeah. Seven. Okay. Okay. No, no uh, Elsie? Yes. Who do you think grabbed Elsie? You think it's someone who's working for Ford or against Ford? I bet it was uh, one of the unregistered hosts in mm-hmm. the cottage. Okay. Could be this so brother or son or whatever it is. So someone working for Ford. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Has to be. And I really hope Elsie's not dead because she is quite attractive in that show. Yeah, I really you like, like her. her. Like pie. Her. Yeah. Uh, no, I I'm still enjoying it. There's what three episodes left, I think, this season. Dang, that's it. Yeah, no. seven. There's ten episodes. Son of a no. I was, I was thinking maybe it was we didn't see him this last episode. Uh, what's his name? Mm-hmm. Hemsworth guy or whatever who's in there. Luke Security guard. Yeah. 
Do you think he's a bad guy or a good guy? You think he's uh, realizing what these guys are doing and he's going to try to help Elsie? I, I, I think he's, he's a just, good. I, well, I think he's, he's just doing his job well, right now. But do you think he has I, ulterior motives? I'm like these guys are he dicks. Might know no. some more than he lets on. I like his character. Every show. Every character knows more than they let on, I'm guessing. Except mm-hmm. for maybe the the one guy who pissed on the map last week or whatnot. He, <laughs> he doesn't know anything that's going on. The storyline guy? Yeah. yeah the creator. <laughs> I love that. Just, he's just pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> um, I do... Uh, and the butcher. The one butcher who's just dumb as a box of oh, rocks. Oh, yeah. yeah. I do yeah. love Maeve's comment... I've died a million times. You don't want to die once, do you? Or whatever it was like. Yeah, how many times have you? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so now with Bernard being revealed as a host and the expectation that Teresa is going to be replaced Mm -hmm. with a host, now, you know, one of the things is how many people there in the office are actually hosts? I'm wondering if it's all of them or 90% of them. I don't think, obviously, Elsie, I don't think is... But who knows? No. Maybe you'd four put uh, all the host in there. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. But do you see the, uh, you know, there we did get William and Dolores' ad- story advancing. Yes. Not He's, too much, but advancing enough. Okay, they made the... Not too much. They, like, Well, they consummated their romantic <laughs> relationship. The one, one of the... I was like, where's the nudity? They, <laughs> yeah, where's the orgy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they did do their... But, you know, that was tastefully done. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't go into graphic sex because they didn't have to because yeah. it's a romantic capping Aww. of their relationship. Right? So, but, so that moves on and... and it's kind of neat. She like pulls up, do her little artistry mm-hmm. thing. Well, that's for memory. And they get out and they look over the cliff and boom, that's what she was drawing. And they're like, uh, Lawrence, we're going this way. See you later. Yeah. So that storyline at some point in time where you're thinking is 30 years prior. You know, the man in black, we're thinking it is, you know, current. And Maeve could be current or 30 years ago. We don't know that timeline yet. What? But there, there's another timeline where they're t- when Bernard is doing his interviews with Dolores. Uh, Dolores is yeah. that another timeline post-William and Dolores adventure? I think it's um, post-William and Dolores. Pre-Man in Black. Yeah. Maybe pre-Maeve. Maeve may be in the present tense. Actually, we know she's in the no, present Maeve's tense. Maeve's in the present, yeah. Because we she's her walking around and the current board members are there and everything else because yes, yeah. she's walking around. She so we know Maeve members. is in the present. Maeve is present. But the, the big thing is, is that now the Bernard conversations with Dolores and the significance of, of uh, you know, the uh, Lewis Carroll, mm. Alice in Wonderland book and reference, somebody pointed out and said, hey, whenever Dolores is speaking to bernard is that actually arnold arnold but you see him as bernard mm-hmm. you know is that is bernard actually what arnold looked like that's a good point possibility you know and he's talking to dolores every time he's talking to dolores dolores is clothed mm-hmm. notice when ford had talked to her i think it was before, right? dolores She's was naked. naked yeah and it also makes sense now if he's a host, Bernard, that could be the reason why the computers always work when he goes down below into like 20 store floors below. He could mm. have a connection with them too as a host. Just a thought. Just a thought. Good thought. I don't think it works, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's robotic. Uh, I, I like said, uh, I'm wondering, and you can also have a hint too what timeline you're in because the wanted sign is either Hector or the bandits. Did you notice that? 
I yes. did not. That's another timeline. Every time mm. they go through Sweet Sweetwater, Sweetwater, yeah, yeah, they're banging uh, at the beginning. So if it's Hector. It's one timeline. Another timeline is there is bandits out there, and that mm. and they have to go look for them. So that I think there's two different things there. All right, and so, so the, the bandits are William's timeline, and Hector is the current. I think so. Yes, because Lawrence would be. Yeah, I yeah, think because Hector was Hector's in, with in Maeve. Her bed. Yes, yeah. Hector's with Maeve and yeah. present. Yes. So that's another thing. I think uh, the men in... I would not be surprised if the man in black timeline is the same as present with Maeve. I would not be surprised by that. Yeah, I think they're both I, present. Because I think it probably Ford is. Inter- yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm not saying definite is, but yeah, obviously Ford was in both stories. You saw Ford mm-hmm. in both of them. So. Mm-hmm. And and he looks the same age. Anthony Hopkins didn't yeah. get older or younger between the two storylines. I think that he's looked like that for 30 years, though. He could be a, a host. It wouldn't surprise Ford me at is this a point. Host now, yeah. I and what's the uh, end game yeah. for Delo, uh, Delos? What's Delos. The, oh, Delos. Is it just no to, clue? We have no clue what to just well, to make they, people, they well. want. They want the intellectual property. That's oh, the yeah. IP mm-hmm. they refer to because Ford has somehow been able to maintain all the artificial intelligence, everything data here on Westworld. And that's why Teresa was trying to upload data links to try and smuggle data out. And apparently, you know, Ford's always one step ahead. He Mm -hmm. already knows. And that's that's why that, you know, that epic scene, you know, where the board representative is there and they show uh, Maeve's buddy. What's her name? Charlotte? I can't remember her name. Uh, Charlotte. Oh, Crap, I was just trying yeah, to the, one one the, they just killed one of the prostitutes. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a guy. They turned out it was a host that was yes. supposed to read as a human. Oh, yes. And, yeah. and she whacks him. And, you know, it was kind of interesting to see, hey, what's going to happen? And Ford's just standing there, like, on toes, mm-hmm. like, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, yeah, Bernard, you're fired. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And you're like, Ford, why don't you do anything? Cause and he you're like, he's got something going he's on. He's got the end game. Because he didn't sit there and go, hey, Bernard's my right-hand man, blah, blah. He's like, he doesn't just say anything. He's looking. Because he knows that was staged and set up. Yes. Essentially. Yeah. Now, my question is, everyone there th- th- thinks Bernard is a human being. Yeah. He just got fired. Yeah. Why is he allowed to walk around? I don't know either. Yeah, exactly. That was the only weird thing We're the about most it. secured place in the world. Uh, yeah. Bernard, you can walk around. Yeah, they yeah. didn't yeah. even take his, fired. Yeah, they didn't take even take his, his mini iPad away. Or Maybe they were trying to do thing. a... Uh, they were trying to do a severance package. You were still negotiating that. Uh, yeah. That's okay. the only thing I thought. Yeah, I still think they would have a guard on him at all. No, 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 no. No, that wouldn't you... advance the storyline. Okay, more Marvin the Martian. <laughs> uh, last thing here on Westworld. Do you think the final episode of the season, Ford basically cuts off all entrance to the park and just traps everybody there in his own world? That would be so fun. Or not. I, I could see that happening. Well, there's two things. One, I still would like to know his new big storyline that's correct. Re reanimating half of Westworld. Mm-hmm. And two, I think the the story ends with something with the board representatives, whether they're they're just arriving or that uh, lady gets whacked. I think they some... all die. Whoever's not a host yeah. dies there in the board. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Or or it ends with new Teresa. Well, my thought is he kills the rest of the board and makes them all host. So Ford technically runs the corporation then. Or he, he could already kind of running half Run the board because, yes. you know, like, you know, he like he seems to be one step ahead because he knows what they're doing because they may be hosts. That's what well, on the board. It. Some of them. 
Clementine. Her name was Clementine. Ah, Clementine, not Charlotte. Start with a C. Same Same thing. Hey, it's Brian. It's Tony. And uh, salty language, I guess. (laughs) That's us. We're salty language. Yep. So, uh, Tony, I hear that it's uh, Hobie's 150th episode. Hot damn. Can you believe that shit? No, I can't. Jason, Jason, Blake, Jeff. Yeah, I, I can't believe people are still listening. No. No, I'm <laughs> <Ouch>. kidding. <laughs> I kid, I kid. <laughs> they know it's okay. out of love. It is out of love, and congratulations, guys. Right. You can't see it, but Tony and I are raising hams in your honor right now. Well, I, I don't have hams, but I got a, a winter warmer. You're not helping, Tony. They can't I mean, see hams. it. Yeah. I got hams. Also, it could be, you know, like the meat product ham. We could just be raising hams in the air or our asses. That's true. We've referred to asses as hams, so pressing ham. Yeah, and uh, so oh. which whichever they prefer us raising in their honor, uh, guess that right. One. Uh, although I have, I mean, since we're on Hobie again, I, obviously making this episode the s- second best episode they've ever right. had. Right, only because there's less of us on this one. Exactly. Right. I, I do have one complaint, Brian. What's that? Uh, you know my genie of. Salty language, my wife, Lady Space Violence? Yes. Yes. She's a big fan of the Hobie, which is fine. Mm-hmm. And she likes to listen to podcasts at night when she's falling asleep, which is also fine. Right. But, gentlemen, JBJ, as I'm going to call you guys from now on, <laughs> it's real hard to give her a good old-fashioned stabbing when you guys are talking all the time. <laughs> so settle down. <laughs> Play some sensual music once in a while to help Tony out. Exactly. Or talk Sorry, baseball, but, at least. I don't know. You know, three dudes talking Cincinnati things. It's hard to get me in the mood. <laughs> Unless it's like Skyline Chili or something. I mean. Well, I'm ready right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, we've gone kind of long here, so we should probably just wrap it up. But, uh, you know, congrats, guys. Uh, here's to, I don't know, five or six more. And, uh, yeah, check us out at SaltyLanguage.com. I don't know about you, but uh, <laughs> I prefer the ham here. <laughs> You're right over there, Blake? Yeah, I'm choking on my pez. Really? I don't know. I was kind of hoping uh, that they were presenting their asses. I was just getting <laughs> in the mood to give somebody a stab at it. <laughs> oh. You know. Skyline. You know, wait for our Nick Albright uh, in, in, in our listener feedback and just put that on a loop. <laughs> All I'm saying is Skyline. They do serve up some mean three ways. If you're in the mood, sometimes four ways. <laughs> Talking about chili people. Okay, uh, Blake, uh, I heard you were watching a new show. Much uh, to your chagrin. Yeah, Netflix. To you your watching? chagrin. Uh oh, bad yeah. show. Uh, the old lady wanted to. Well, she's like a season, almost two seasons behind on Gotham, mm-hmm. and there's been no Game of Thrones. So, so close with us, she can talk yeah. to us about it. Yeah. <laughs> so she's been, and she doesn't do Westworld, mm-hmm. and she doesn't do Walking Dead because she doesn't like scary. Mm-hmm. So I, I've been forced to watch The Crown. Oh, I've been through three episodes on Netflix. You know about the Queen Elizabeth II's mm-hmm. coronation. And oh yeah, okay. I just yeah, see apparently it's that. pretty popular, and I realize it's it's really popular with the female genre. And do you like it? Well, oh, we started watching it. It's okay. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Doctor Who butt in it. What Doctor Who's mean? butt, naked butt. Doctor oh. Who's naked butt. I okay. think it's somebody from Doctor David Tennant? Who. Is... No, it's that Matt Smith guy. Oh, okay, okay. You see, yeah, he's got a lot of naked butt in there. No, is there any female butt? No. Really? I mean, if there are some females, like, if there are some naked Queen Elizabeth going on, 
at age 25, I might be interested more. How about Queen Elizabeth now? But I understand for that too. <laughs> After several beers. No, but at, no, no, but seriously. Several kegs of beer. But seriously, I because it's British, mm-hmm. right? G'day, mate. I guess you can't show a naked young queen that's, really? that's still alive. Okay. And so I Is started there... irritating my wife because I kept telling her, do you know how this ends? I can tell you how this ends. <laughs> I can tell you how this ends. I can tell you how this ends. She marries Philip. Yeah, so well, she marries Philip. And I can keep telling you how this ends. The so Charles thing there, I can tell you what happens with him. I can tell you what. So I've been banned from episode four on. <laughs> so your plan worked. It worked. I mean, it's got it's got a lot of Doctor Who's butt in it. And it's got, you know, Winston Churchill grabbing his penis and walking out of cabinet meetings. Like I mean, the come real on. Win- Like the real Winston Churchill? Yeah, like uh, what's his name from Third Rock in the Sun? What's John the American? Yeah, Lithgow's playing Winston, oh. and Winston's you know he's old. Are you on a first name basis with Churchill? Yeah, you know me <laughs> you and know Winston. Winston. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, I'm in Winston. You know, okay, I'm an American. I call him Winston. Every time I hear you call, say Winston, I think of Ghostbusters. Yeah, <laughs> that's the Winston I, I know. Oh, exactly. New girl. Well, oh. you got. You have to remember, this is you know one prime minister mm-hmm. post World War Two. Winston didn't get the back-to-back because he was a war prime minister. They went to Adderley or whatever his name was. But that wasn't going so well. So they're still in rations post-WW2. So Winston wins it again. But Winston is, you know, older. He's a lot more decrepit. You know, kind of like Birdie the King. Mm-hmm. You know, King, you know. And uh, this, it's the same King from the King's Beach. You know, he's got the speech yeah, impediment. Yes, yes, yes. You know, and... Uh, <laughs> So, but it's not the same actor. It's a different actor. It's uh, what's his name? It's Sherlock Holmes, enemy dude. What's his name? Moriarty. Yeah, Moriarty. Why is Moriarty the king? Because because that's because it's British. I don't know. It's Moriarty. He's the fucking king. Do they know he's Moriarty? Yeah, well, I don't know why Doctor Who's in it. Okay, they don't know he's Moriarty. That's part of Moriarty's plot. Oh, it's kind of yeah. like Loki from Thor. Okay, yeah, I don't yes, know exactly. why the TARDIS is there and shit. Okay, I just know it's Queen Elizabeth. It's- you don't see her butt, but you see a lot of Doctor Who's butt. And Winston squeezing off his Johnson. So Moriarty is going to be the king? He was the king. Okay. He died of natural causes. Henceforth, the whole reason for this Netflix series. So Sherlock never young beat queen, him? Young Queen Elizabeth. Do you see her butt? No, I oh, told okay. you that. That's the whole point. <laughs> what was my whole point? All right, yeah. So the crown. The crown. Okay. Is that any good? It, it's good. Honestly, <laughs> it, it is good, but... I'm just not into it because I got too many other shows to watch. And there's too much Doctor Who's butt in it. Much better than Ham's butt. Yeah. Boy, would you like to do some listener feedback this week, Blake? Oh, do you guys do Untapped? Uh, I do sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, I, the actually, beer app? do you guys, yeah, the beer app. Do you guys actually write reviews for your beers that you drink? Sometimes. I, I rank them once. If yeah. I drink a beer, I'll rank it once. If I yeah. already rank it, I won't put it in again. I, yeah. yeah, I always try and make it a point to make my uh, descriptions funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't write anything about it. I, I just do. Give it a, I love a, doing it because no. you read like background details on these beers. It's like, yeah, I'll order this, and then I've never had it before, so I want to look it up. I want to see what it is. And, and you, you get these, you know, pretentious right? snobs talking about, oh, yes, you can smell the aroma of the uh, oak barrel and the uh, taste of the hops are from the... Whatever. And so my counter to all that is every review I try to make, I try to make, like, some, some something funny. Mm-hmm. It could be as simple as just, like, me likey. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, can you imagine a guy trying to pull up like, well, I want to read about this bear, and there's just me that says, me likey, and you know, five out of five. You know, but honestly, I, you know, honestly, come on. So anyways, I had this, uh, it's called uh, Down, East, uh, Down East Cider House. Right. They're from Massachusetts. And uh, we're at a place up in Columbus, you know, for the NCAA soccer tournament. Yes, yes. And they had this Down East Cider. It was a special on tap, isn't it? So we drank it. And it was good. Now, if you've had Strongbow, you've had Orchard, you have those other ones. Yeah. Those aren't really appley. Those are like, I'm not big. Those are like artificial flavor those kind are of like stuff. Fake or ciders. Yeah. It's like fake ciders. I took one drink of this and instantly fell in love because you could. It tasted like apple cider, but there was alcohol in it, and oh. it tasted really good. And of course, I already had like two lagers, and so my. So you drank uh, so, a lager drink. And a cider drink and a whiskey drink. And then I, I got, like I felt, be a I got knocked song. down and I got back up again. No. So, <laughs> no. So, uh, anarchy. No. So I got, um, so I put it in there and I said, I said, this is really good. You can taste the apple. And I was like, Strongbow and Orchard are piss. And uh, later, like an hour later, there's like this beep comes up on my phone and it says, down East Cider House toasted your cider review. <laughs> <laughs> so we went, I gave it five out of five, and I called the other ones. And I was like, "These are piss." Like, are they sponsoring us? Yeah, we should check check it out. And see <laughs> see what if happens. they can. Yeah, exactly. Appreciate that. Hmm. Yeah. So you you're uh, saying the cider house rules? <laughs> oh, go away! You didn't go there. Hey, it's 150 episodes. Jason learned comedy. <laughs> Three portions for all. Uh, <laughs> that's what the movie is about. <laughs> Michael Caine gives abortions. I thought we weren't talking politics yeah. anymore. Well, well, that was that Simpsons episode where it's like, free abortions for all. Boo. Uh, I mean, uh, no abortions for anybody. Boo. I mean, some abortions for some and no abortions for others. Boo. You can't please these people. <laughs> now do that in a Michael Caine voice. <laughs> Man. Okay, Toby, calm it down. Go back to your side. <laughs> hey guys, it's Neil from the Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks podcast. I am flying solo, but we wanted to congratulate you on hitting 150 amazing episodes. And we thought a good way of doing that was to send you this little audio clip of where I could say Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks and darkangelsandprettyfreaks.com over and over while celebrating History of Bad Ideas hitting 150 episodes. So you guys are awesome. Thanks for letting us send this in. And I think people should celebrate your accomplishments by checking out Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Peace out. DarkAngelsandPrettyFreaks.com. Brought to you by Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks. Bye. And let's segue into some listener feedback sponsored by Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks. Dot com. Dot <laughs> com. For this week. Uh, our other good uh, sponsor this week is Uncommon Goods. Uh, <laughs> for overpriced uh, goods that you need for Christmas presents, please there check out Uncommon Goods. Uh, there's a baseball dartboard, uh, $120. 
Well, what by baseball dartboard you mean? Uh, you play the game of baseball with darts on it. Isn't it lovely? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's like usually on the back of your standard dartboard. Yes, hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, okay. That's that's for people who can't play cricket. All right. Oh, good day, mate. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the dart game. Oh, sorry. All right. So we start off listener feedback uh, with Doug, number one fan. Doug can't give yourself a nickname. He says uh, after ten days, Doctor Strange is two million dollars behind X Men Apocalypse. Shouldn't Fox just give up on the X Men? Yes, they should. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, that might be the easiest answer we've ever had. <laughs> okay. All right. Moving give, on. <laughs> give it back to Marvel Studios. Let them fix it. Actually, I want to see right. them reboot it just to see how much of a disaster this can be. No, yeah, let's we'll see so- what they do with time travel. <laughs> no storyline. Just keep letting Fox reboot it. Keep letting oh, Fox reboot God. it. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, next one is from uh, Justin Ruff at Justin Ruff. Ooh. He's uh, regarding our episode a couple of weeks ago, talking about uh, politicians you'd willingly have sex with. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> he says, uh, Governor Nikki Haley. I had to look these up, by the way. Uh, Senator Kelly Ioti. I think Ioti, I don't know, for attractive politicians. And also Kamala Harris. I would be fine with Kamala ha- Harris. She's attractive. Yes. I, I don't know about the other two. Well, there's a theme between all three of these. Oh, yeah? Other than their gender. It's that <laughs> uh, we now know that Justin likes brunettes. All three of them are uh, brunettes. What they is the governor the governor of? Uh, South Carolina? North Carolina. North One Carolina? of the Carolinians. East Carolina? Carolina. East Carolina? We Carolina, yes. Okay. Carolina. So Jeff Blake wants a college football. Oh, yeah. ex-quarterback. East of Carolina. Eh, yeah. I don't know if he was really quarterback, but... <laughs> yeah. uh, we have some corrections. We always have some corrections. We have some corrections. The first one is from... <sighs> That's a big dev sigh. The gentle giant? Well, it yes. is dev's job, apparently, to send us the corrections, because Jason asks them every week. Yes. So, uh, dev says, regarding why people don't age during cryogenic sleep, hypersleep, uh, oh, hold on a second. Uh, hypersleep is basically a suspension of all metabolic processes. Lacking of aging is accurate. Is that your... Dev impersonation. Yes, that okay. is my scientist dev impersonation. Notice my hands got small when I did that. <laughs> you had jazz hands there for a second. Yes. Woo. But they were smaller. Oh. Yes. I would have uh, gone with Beaker as the voice yeah. of a dev. Giant hands. Big hug. But dev isn't done yet, because apparently you guys fucked up a lot when I wasn't on a couple weeks ago. What? Yeah, he says, regarding who Hobgoblin is. Uh, Hobgoblin was created solely as a more medieval-looking version of the Green Goblin. Spidey was to fight Green Goblin again, and the writer didn't want to resurrect the two dead goblins or have Harry don the Green Goblin mantle again. Hobgoblin is essentially a Green Goblin legacy, and Harry becomes Hobgoblin in the Ultimate Universe instead of Green Goblin. The Demo Goblin is a much more interesting-looking character. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, I was intrigued by it because I yeah. love Hobgoblin. So now we got to go look up the Demo Goblin. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, exactly. Oh, no goblins, hobgoblins. I mean, these are like Dungeon Dragon. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa,
This is more realistic. <laughs> okay. Of course. Yeah. Continue to believe that. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm thinking maybe we need to uh, retitle uh, Big Dev the Gentle Giant. Maybe we, with small hands, maybe we need to retitle him as like, uh, maybe should we should we bestow doctor upon him too? Oh, scientist. Sci- Dev the scientist. Big Dev, Dev the scientist. Dev the sci guy. Dev the Psy Guy. Uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy. Big Dev the Psy Guy. Big Dev the Big Sh- Michigan Psy Guy. Because he sighs. And he's also Psy. in the science. So See, I got the comedy. Guy. 150 episodes in. Psy. That's two. Yeah, you guys. Like George Costanza, I'm out. That's it. <laughs> I'm out. Jason's done. It's our last episode. It is. <laughs> and maybe there won't be five or six. <laughs> Salty language. Thanks for cursing us. <laughs> Uh, next, from the Ditman. Buzz live from the Ditman. In the morning. The Ditman says, hey. When is too early to pick up Christmas lights? When is it too early to pick put up Christmas lights? Does that date flex if it's 70 degrees and sunny three weeks before Turkey Day? Uh, my answer is it's always too early to put up Christmas lights. Well, you're a Grinch. You know, but anyway... Uh, yeah. As the positive source over here of the Hobie oh, bod- okay. broadcast, you're I will, great. I, I will let you get away with not before St. Nick's Day. St. Nick's Day is when you put them up. Okay. Um, I do it the day after Thanksgiving because I'm off for the long weekend, and I just got done shopping the night before, and I'm on a natural high, so I'm ready. Um, so we put up the decorations. And I have a neighbor... That the day after Halloween, every year, November 1st, the Christmas tree is up and the Christmas lights are out that day. So for them, Christmas is two months long? Yes. Wow. It's a little long for me. You know, the uh, grocery stores have already got their Christmas aisles up. Oh, they've had it. I mean, they've they've had their Halloween stuff up August 31st. I'm fine with that. As soon as Halloween flipped... They took all the candy out, and now it's Christmas crap. The week before Halloween, Home Depot, my Home Depot had the Christmas stuff out and moved all the Halloween stuff to, like, a corner. Yeah, like, I'm like, like, what? Can we get through? Dollar for four bags. But, 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 yeah. but they were discounting. You well, yeah, I, I loaded up yeah. on some discounted, uh, uh, what do you call it, decoration, so I was ecstatic. Yeah. I got a walking zombie. <clears throat> yeah, I know. You, you got all that and all the chocolate you can hoard for a year. So you give them to all the Superman costume kids. You give them one-year-old chocolate bars. <laughs> they open it up. The chocolate's turning white. <laughs> or just powder. It's just like powder. a quick nestling powder. <laughs> they start crying. Well, it does form around the razor blades well, so it's okay. <laughs> you know, exactly. But, you know, I, I'm such a lazy ass. I, well, not lazy, but I'm just too busy. Mm-hmm. So for years, our Christmas decoration on the house... I just went and got a green light bulb and just threw it up in the light bulb over the door. And for years, that was our Christmas decoration until until the old lady made me take it down. She's like, just stop that shit. Just stop. Do you put lights up at all? No, I don't do anything at all. <laughs> do you have anything inside? She finally broke down. Well, yeah, we do the stuff inside. Now, you remember, I actually had a Christmas story leg while she was out on a soccer weekend with the girls when they were younger. Mm-hmm. And I actually got a Christmas story leg lamp and put mm-hmm. it in the window for two days until she got home with the kids. Now, granted, the kids thought it was pretty damn funny. She made me take it down that night. So Put your foot down! No, I lost. <laughs> so you know what I did with the leg lamp? I took it to work. We put it up with work next to the Christmas tree every year. Let me tell you, as the man of this household yeah. that I'm in, Jeff can vouch for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just put my foot down. I tell her I like it is. Yeah. 
And then, then, then yeah. she said, no. And yeah. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm sorry, honey. I'll, sh- I'll shut up. <laughs> he doesn't put the right. foot down. Yeah. But then she laughs. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what are you doing? What are you- I didn't tell you to put that foot down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. There's a picture of the demo goblin. Ooh. He yeah. actually looks pretty cool. He does. That's pretty cool. That looks, that looks like Doctor Strange in a uh, vampire outfit. Nope. Doesn't. Something. <laughs> Uh, what else we got? Uh, Festivus creep. You know, this reminds me. I, I did bring up the fact that Festivus is creeping earlier and earlier this year, too. Because apparently everybody keeps airing their grievances early. Oh, I got a lot of issues with you people. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, anyways, uh, from Pam Morris. She says, is anyone watching Hula's Freakish? Not too bad. Kind of a teenage walking dead. I am not. I am not. I am not. But, Pam, keep... Uh, you know, send in your own review, and maybe we'll play it on the air. We do play reviews. There you go. Ooh, this is for Salty Language Podcast. You know what this means. It's a, somebody's getting a good stabbing. It means Nick Albright has a Jeff fascination imagination. Oh, it's so good. Nick says, what do you say, Nick? I'm gonna mix it up and go a little less sexual. Three-way sexual. If Jeff were Negan. Oh, Lucille. And had to kill two of Rick's people that were caught. Who would he kill and... From Jeff's 2.54 fan. I hope you like it, Tony. Yeah, now the music's yeah. going way too long. Uh, <laughs> so, do you guys got an answer for Nick? <laughs> I guess, Jeff, you don't. You want to pick somebody? Who would um, you kill, Jeff? I would have killed Daryl. Daryl? Okay. Since, since Nick's obviously into S&M. Mm-hmm. I'd kill Daryl because he's not even supposed to be in the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. And between Rick or Carl. Carl? <gasps> well, I'm tired of hearing Carl, and I don't even Carl. watch the show. So one of them would have to die. Either the one who says it or the one who's saying it too. Yeah, but you're surrounded by assholes every week, us. So I feel like you might you might still hear it every week, <laughs> even if he's dead. You see that horse? We, we pound it into glue after we beat it down. So who are you going with? Go Rick. Just okay. to see how the show takes. Good good idea. Get rid of the lead and see yeah, how the show see how goes. it goes. You know, he was, you know, uh, what's his name? So Rick and Daryl, gone for me. Yeah. Now let's enjoy the show. <laughs> yeah, the what's his name that plays Rick? What's Andrew Lincoln. Andrew Lee. He was complaining about being locked into that character. Yeah, because he's traveling back and forth. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. Which is understandable. You know, he is overseas. Yeah. You know. But, you know, that would free him from his contract. There you go, buddy. And then, you know, two years later, he realized he couldn't get any more work, so ask for more. All right. Uh, next, we got uh, Randall Holt at RJ Holt 666. He's not evil. Just handled that way. He says, um, I feel like there was something important I was supposed to do last Tuesday. Any ideas? Grocery uh, shopping. Listen um, to Hobie. Let the dog out. Who, who, who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who. All right. 
So we regressed in 150. <laughs> you made progress. Now you took a step back. No, Sorry. I'm kidding. Uh, next, from Passerby's Podcast at Passerby's Pod. You know, if I understand correctly, they uh, had a uh, Hot Wings um, yes. fundraiser this past weekend. They did. And he went into a lot of explanations in regarding to a couple of his orifices that were on fire. The very next day, yes. Yes, the next yes. day. So thank you, Matthew. All right, so the podcast with uh, Stick Figures with Funny Hats. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, Tom Baker, Doctor Who was not good. Now, this is all capitalized, but I don't feel like yelling at the top of my lungs. Because, you know. That was supposed to end with a question mark. Oh, he says, you take that back right now, guys. Are we going to fight? That's from uh, Doug, number one fan, and my and uh, Jeff's uh, riddle me this with yes. uh, Tom Baker. Tom Baker, is it? He yeah, was the Doctor you? Who with the big scarf. Yeah, which one of you said he was no Long good? Scarf. I think both of us did because we <laughs> thought he was awful. Big curly hair and scarf. I mean, that's the only one I originally knew. And that's back all... from the PBS sci-fi days. He's better than Matt Smith and David Tennant. <laughs> well, I, I do, just want to see how many Whovians we get on back I on that one. I do know for a fact I have not seen Tom Baker's butt. Oh. But did you know Moriarty is the king? Yes. I didn't know that. Uh, we are not going to take it back because uh, we have seen a total of two seasons here of Doctor Who, maybe. Uh, Jeff has seen... I've seen the Christopher Eccleston season. And maybe like a couple of old, like I said, probably Tom Baker episodes back in the... So we've seen one and a half seasons and we will not take it back as <laughs> Doctor Who aficionados. We're keeping it. And passerby, we want to know, who do you think is the best Doctor Who? And the worst. Just oh, Scarves. And which Doctor Who's butt have you seen the most? Ooh. And Backsack. All right. The Pop Culture Podcast at TPC Cafe says, hey, guys. Hey. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. No, it says, hey, guys. He says, uh, my Westworld comment was a compliment from last week. That was, uh, he's. Yes. You know, we appreciate that. Thank we, you very much. We weren't much. quite sure if he was serious or being... Uh, Sarcastic. But uh, we take it as serious. But that is uh, very nice. Uh, considering that all three of us have been hardened to think of every comment said to us as sarcastic. <laughs> Which, A, will benefit you better in life than to not. Correct. That's Correct. a good lesson for the young millennials out there. Just letting you know. <laughs> Assume it's sarcasm until proven otherwise. Yes. Yeah, so that way you're always pleasantly surprised. And if you see somebody crying, put your hand around them and tell them to buck up and, you know, grow yeah. a set. Anyways. <laughs> tell, tell them they're allowed to miss the exam this week because this was a no, traumatic no, experience. No, no, no. Hobie's soapbox uh, on the Canadian Podcast Network. You're allowed to miss the exam this week because Hobie was on. You yes. stayed up listening to Hobie. Okay. That's yes. a good reason to miss an right. exam. There you go. And you overslept. <laughs> you got a good sticking after that. Yeah. <laughs> a good stabbing. I like that we're the uh we're the sex uh show, the sexual sexual podcast. I like it. Sexual. We can, we hook yeah, people up. I like it. Uh, I like it. Yeah. Little did Nick know. All right. So from Professor Number One at Doctor Number One says He's, he's been with us for 150 episodes. Well done. So has yeah. Doug, number one fan, and RJ Holt's been with us for like 120. So we appreciate that. But I think he cuts out at 666. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says, uh, can I change my pick for hottest politician? He wants the new first lady. Uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like Mary Melania. Lincoln was up there. I still say that. <laughs> you know, the funny thing was, 
Um, friend of mine from high school mm-hmm. posted a picture of Melania or Melania, whatever her. How, mm-hmm. how do you say your name? Melania. Trump, Mrs. Melania. Trump. Yeah, Melania. Uh, it her, doesn't matter how you say your name. You say Mrs. Cares? First Lady. Say, Melania. <laughs> Mrs. First Lady. Melania. Just See, say Flotus. Woo! You know, I just posted a picture of her in like this like steel bikini. And it says, what am I supposed to tell my girls that this is the first lady of the United States in the White House, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, there was going back in between because of the, you know, social media burden in the past week. So I decided to be funny. And I said, can I download this picture for my own personal use? (laughs) (laughs) I guarantee you, since the election... Googling for Melania has at <laughs> least quadrupled in the past year, especially among the 12-year-old boy demographic. I can't wait for the uh, Donald Trump uh, nude pictures to come out amongst uh, the 12-year-old oh girls. God. I'm sure they're all looking that. I just threw up. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, she's kind of hot. Everybody loves admit. a naked character. Everybody loves Eastern European women. She's kind of hot. That's true. That's true. You know, no right. Mary Lincoln. <sighs> Mary Todd. I heard she was a 10. <laughs> Uh, all right new segment jason raps oh that's what he's uh professor number one well professor since you've been with us for uh, 150 episodes i got a special for you oh god, oh, god. all right stop collaborate and listen ice, ice is, is back, back with, with a brand, brand new, new invent, invent- uh, this Something. is jason raps not you <laughs> hold me tightly flow like a hawk move daily and nightly Won't will it ever stop, stop? Yo. yo i don't know turn, turn off the lights and i'll glow to the extreme i rock like a vandal light up a stage and wax like a chump like you're screwing me up. Dance. I don't go rush to the... read the damn lyrics to do this. It's in my heart, buddy. <laughs> Dan- you know, Dance. You know, go rush. Prolonging the stabbing for the evening. This is, <laughs> I mean, who, who needs baseball players? Okay. Just listen to Jason Rapp. You want to do it sexual? <laughs> Dance. Go rush the speaker that booms. Boom, boom. I'll kill in your brain like, like a poisonous boy. mushroom. Deadly when I play a dope melody. Anything, Anything less than the and best is a felony. Ooh, <laughs> handcuffs. I, I remember the meme of uh, vote for uh, Vanilla Ice because he, he'll collaborate. He'll yeah, listen. Listen. <laughs> he got a problem, he'll solve it. And he wears an American jacket. Yeah. <laughs> American flag jacket. We do have on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast, RJ Holt sent one in. He wants to know what is one of our favorite memories from 150 episodes. Or 120 for Blake. <laughs> and it seems is that your favorite like, memory? Favorite memory? Seems more like one long nightmare. <laughs> Yeah. Is it saying it's the bad here? memories that come rushing back? Like what? Like what? Like uh, your like Hamiltonian every, rap from every last time week? we have audio problems and oh. we're trying to solve those. We collaborate, but we can't. <laughs> I don't want to listen. <laughs> Time out. Did our uh, audio become Daffy Duck for a second? <laughs> that wasn't Daffy. Oh. Uh, one of my favorite top five is when uh, we did top five uh, favorite films since 2010, and Nick the Gimp uh, listed five films that he saw since 2010. The five films. The five the films. films. That's it. That's all he listed. <laughs> he couldn't th- find any more. Um, I do like it. I, I got scared for Jeff Morris's discussion of the Serbian film. I do remember that. That was kind of creepy. <laughs> uh, that would be a gift at the Cincinnati Comic Expo in September that we're giving away. There you go. There you go. <laughs> You know, I, I you know I'm really disappointed. The first time we had Jeff Morris on, mm-hmm. and I was doing my NPR mm-hmm. impersonations, and he couldn't concentrate. I wish we saved that audio so we could have played it. 
I might go back. I might have to back in, the, see, in my emails. He I might remember have what he wrote about. Yeah, because <laughs> he was so. That's when he was still new. He was still kind of mm-hmm. shy. Yeah, you know, didn't know what he was getting. We got into. broke his cherry. Yeah. He broke his cherry. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things is uh, recording an episode, getting it ready to go, upload it, and uh, get a phone call from Blake or an instant message. Uh, you might want to check, uh, t- uh, edit that part out I talked about. Uh, that probably wasn't the best thing to put in there. Uh, we're about twenty minutes uh, into it. I don't know where it's at. Maybe it's hour two or hour one of two hours. Nope, it's hour. It's uh twenty minutes in, Blake. Thanks, appreciate that. Let me go stop that. Let me go put it back. It's midnight. Don't worry about me. I know we have the adult label on there, but you know, I don't want to hurt people's feelings. <laughs> Uh, probably my other favorite moment is when uh, Blake uh, gave number one fan Doug the ape hands uh, comment. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's probably he's one of my got favorites. some huge hands. <laughs> uh, you know what they say about huge hands. He's got ape hands. Oh, I, I will say one of my favorite moments is when we uh, opened a uh, specific package and it had a Oilers Hobie oh, jersey wait, in it. <laughs> The Hobie Joe's yeah, from Graphic Novel oh, okay, was very, nice. very nice. I do oh, appreciate I, that. I thought you were talking different packages. No, 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 no. <laughs> Um, and I also, well, you know, I, I, we do like listener feedback a lot. I, I do like, and hams. Uh, I like hams. 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 Yes. I do like the surprise stuff that we get every once in a while from, from our fellow podcasters and listeners. Thank you very much. That is really awesome. Like hummus. Like, like a packet of hummus made more, easy. More, more like EU Pez. Yeah. EU Pez. European Pez. That's right. That's in kilograms. It's so good. Right. We got yeah. to <clears throat> Pardon me, I'm getting choked up. We gotta wait till next September when the three six five flicks guys come over. Yep. For more. Because uh here's the thing. Now that Trump's president, you can't enter our country without European PES. It's a new rule. It's a new, rule. <laughs> a new law. I don't know why. It just is. Must be right. PES. Yes. Uh so yeah, um, those are probably some of our favorite moments. Uh worst moments. <sighs> Keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, History of Bad Ideas. It's Johnny Rock, live from the park, from drinking in the park. Want to wish you guys a happy 150 uh, anniversary, birthday, episodes, episodes, 150 episodes. Kind of a funny number to celebrate if you're asking me really, I don't want to say anything, but I guess I'm saying something now. 150 is like kind of one of those numbers you just kind of use like for marketing purposes, you know what I'm saying? Like no offense guys, but like 150 should be 100, right? Am I right? But you guys probably missed it and stuff. You lose track, you're having fun, you're having a laugh. I get it. Working up on our 100th anniversary too, but we're probably going to miss it anyway. So hopefully you guys can wish us a happy 150th uh, episode anniversary when the time comes you know 150 it's a, it is kind of a special number um here in canada we're about to celebrate our 150th anniversary of being a country and we're going to do that by celebrating with a logo that looks kind of like a transformer so you guys should check that out i think you guys would be into that so um happy anniversary to you guys from everyone in canada i speak for everyone in canada by the way uh, and of course from drinking in the park live in the park and johnny rock peace out guys it's time for another installment of the news of the geek. Well, since we have a big uh, Florida market, uh, we would like to give you some information. Uh, the Miami Marlins AAA team, based in New Orleans, uh, since moving from Denver in 1993, were the New Orleans Zephyrs. Yeah, yep, yeah, okay. They've been changed to the Baby Cakes. 
Baby cakes? <laughs> New Orleans baby cakes. Uh, let's see here. They have basically a baby coming out of a cake with a baseball bat. <laughs> uh, that is uh, what they're going with. It was All right. It uh, there was more than three thousand submissions to name the team. So <laughs> baby cakes won. This is what happens <laughs> when you give in to the true popular Democratic vote. Down the hall. This is what happens with no electoral college. <laughs> Soapbox on uh, Canadian <laughs> Podcast Network. I broke oh, my own promise. Speaking of baby cakes, you guys eat baby cakes. Before. Yeah, they're nasty. Oh God, I love. Oh. Well, it has <laughs> cake. You like cake? It's I don't like cake. I don't like cake. Cake and sugar. Oh, I mean, it's yeah, great. Yeah, if people don't know what the hell a baby cake is in regards to New Orleans and Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. you would need to explain that as a tradition. Mm-hmm. You bake a cake and you put a little plastic baby in it. Yes. And whoever gets the little baby in the piece of the cake. Gets pregnant for that year or something? I thought they just had to bring the cake to the next year's party. Oh, so it has nothing to do with sex. You don't put a real baby in it? <laughs> no. No. Not even the ugly one? Oh. Well, maybe the ugly one. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. No, I just, well, you don't I, want to put pretty babies in the cake anymore. No, 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 no. That's just that's just. Well, I thought this was an excuse to make a baby. Yeah. <laughs> now, these aren't like big like birthday cakes. They're usually like a coffee cake style yeah. cake or whatever. And, mm-hmm. Like usually in a ring or whatnot. I just remember one year I was at a party, and I think I ate about a fourth of the freaking yes. uh, baby cake. <laughs> My brother slices off a very thin piece and gets the baby. It was hilarious. <laughs> uh, so so they went from breaking wind to uh, cannibalism. Yes, yes. All right, there you go. Uh, I'm going to look up the other names that they use, other names. Uh, Finalist. I'm going to look that up. Yeah, Yeah, that'd be great, please. Although minor league baseball teams had some great nicknames in the past. They do. They still do, I think. They still do, but uh, a lot of times it's not quite as fun. In the past, they used to be better. You know, I I played on a softball team who named themselves after, like, it was like the Seattle or the Washington Lumbermen. And I sat there and said, why do we call ourselves Lumbermen? Why is it just Lumberjacks? No, 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 Lumbermen. And it had nothing to do with lumbering. It just had to do with the fact that, you know, they call it bat, you know, a piece bat of lumber. lumber. Yeah. And it was this guy holding a lumber, you know, like a two by four. Ah, and we're trying to hit softballs with it. Apparently. Ah. Yeah. So I was like, why not lumberjacks? And then I got to the next thing. And I said, well, here's our cap. Here's what the guy looks like. I was like okay. Okay. Uh, I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. okay. Yeah, exactly. I would have sing that song every game. <laughs> Lumberjacks are cool because that's what the uh, Northern Arizona University in Flagstaff, Arizona, oh. they're the Lumberjacks. Well, until they had to change their name due to sexism, now they're just the Lumber people. <laughs> <laughs> the Lumberjacks and Jills? Yeah, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, the other names that the baby cakes beat out, Tailgators with a G-A-T-O-R-S. Gator? Tail. Gators. Tail like a tail? I don't know. I don't know. Tailgators. How about Gator Tails? No. Night Owls? King Cakes, Red Eyes. King Cakes. Uh-huh. Red po- Eyes. Po' Boys. Po' Boys. I like the Po' Boys. And Crawfish. Crayfish. Fans? No, Crawfish. Crayfish. Crayfish. I know, but it says Crawfish. Cray. It says C-R-A-W. Crawfish. All right. Yeah, yeah Crayfish. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Fans have been very vocal about Water the- roaches. <laughs> That's what they are. Water roaches. Fans have been very. This is from their uh, New Orleans uh, dot, uh, New Orleans uh, f- uh, official website. Fans have been very vocal about the whole renaming process. Here's a Apparently. few. Here's a few comments from nola.com. Nola. Yes. How will a father tell his son we're going to see the baby cakes play ball? 
<laughs> um, I, I got I. I know exactly how you do that, son. We're gonna go see the baby cakes play a ball game. There you go. That's how you do it. <laughs> uh, t- yeah, yeah. And any other time, how am I supposed to tell somebody? Pretty much same the exact words that you're using in the question. Tigers and Saints uh, write. Now this is something worth protesting. <laughs> uh, uh, Nola Muse eight one four said, "Why? Seriously, why? This should have never been on the list. I would be mad if this was a, like a low league name, let alone a professional AAA baseball team. I have no idea why they even needed to change the name in the first place. This is just dumb." Well, <laughs> just I agree d- with why they need to change the name. The Zephyrs are kind of like an institution there, but yes. But uh, so yeah, it's um, uh, there's nothing to get upset about Zephyrs. Uh, the voting. There's nothing controversial yeah. about it. Oh my God, we're insulting the wind. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you like the name? 71%, or I'm sorry, uh, 92% said no, according to the website. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the American presidential election. Yeah, we we don't like it, but somehow the one we didn't want to win. really didn't change the name to No, the they name. did. It's on ESPN and everything else. Uh, uh, this is New Orleans newspaper that ran this. Yeah. Mm. Uh, here's the thing. Only uh, 90, or 140 voted. Uh, I think partially. Oh, no. I'm sorry. No. Sorry. Hold on. My bad. Uh, 1,500 voted for no, and 71 said yes. <laughs> That's what it was. Sorry. Uh, the other 2 million in the state don't have internet. Uh, so there you go. Sorry, New Orleans. <laughs> See? The difference was the... Uh... The, uh, uh, what do you call it? Technology? No. <laughs> non-voters. The non-voters. Well, the 58 people but... said, just see my comment. They didn't even vote. They just said, see my comment. <laughs> but it was the, the, the Electoral College is the reason. That's why you can get so many Down no votes lose to 71 <laughs> yes votes. Uh, please listen to Soapbox this week when we talk about the New Orleans baby cakes and the controversy. <laughs> Baby cakes in the Electoral College. What do they have in common? Into <laughs> <laughs> uh, other news of the geek. Uh, let's see here. Uh, moving on. You can get a steampunk coffee grinder from Uncommon Goods for $65. Oh, that sounds actually worthwhile. No, it says steampunk in it. I uh, know. I like steampunk. Oh, You can get a do-it-yourself fermentation kit for $42. Oh, wait. You're right. It said coffee in it. So <laughs> you said I don't fermentation or infertilization? Whatever. <laughs> Hot and cold soapstone ice cream bowls for sixty dollars instead of two. Jesus, two? <laughs> God. Anyways, moving on. Apparently, only two people in your family are allowed to eat ice cream at a time. <laughs> Who uses bowls? I just straight out of the fucking container, and I share it with the old lady. That's why you have a soft serve ice cream maker. You just do it straight to the mouth. <laughs> Keep that going, Tony. Think of that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Each year, the Strong National Museum of Play inducts a new group of toys to the National Toy Hall of Fame. We talked about this a couple episodes ago. We did. This year, the museum inducted three new toys. Yay. Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. Yay. Fisher Price's Little People figures. Yay. This Grew is, up on those. And this is stupid. Yeah. The classic swing. The... You don't think swing should be? No. A swing? No. You've never swung before? Uh, well, it's a different type. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. No, no, does this How include is it... all types of swings, including sex swings? Maybe. 
Well, Anyways, uh, well, no, hold on. That would be a sex toy. Yes, yes. I don't think a regular swing doesn't qualify as a toy. It's just a item of amusement. Um, this is a place that has ball and stick and cardboard box. Cardboard box is in there. Uh, in. Uh, so uh, Dungeons no. and Dragons rolled a critical hit. Uh, yes. Number one fan Doug did say they need a veterans commi- uh, committee to actually vote on other ones that get passed over like the NFL. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The museum specifically highlighted the role Dungeons & Dragons Yay. played in the larger game industry, noting the game helped launch the modern RPG genre. That's correct. Helped launch? You mean launched? Launched. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Ricketts. Oh, sounds like a bad case. I got, I got a bad case of Nicholas, <laughs> Nicholas Ricketts. Ricketts. <laughs> Actually, sounds like a cartoon character. It's just like it's just a, a strong National Museum character mascot, Nicholas Ricketts. <laughs> That's right. There was a. Uh, I was watching a. Um, I think uh, that's the name of the baby cakes uh, mascot. <laughs> sorry, sorry to interrupt, Jason. Eh, my joke wasn't as good. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I got bored with it already. <laughs> Thank you, ADD. Uh, the museum's curator, Mr. Rickett, noted the game led the way to a completely new multifaceted. Oh, and so faceted. Close. <laughs> so close. I had it. I had it. And fantastic kind of play. The one that was particularly instrumental in setting the stage for other mediums, such as computer gaming. It was first published in 1974 by Gary Gygax. Uh, avid gamer, he began writing down the rules for a fantasy game that he had been playing with friends for a couple of years. He was influenced by stories such as... Wrong! He was influenced by stories such as <laughs> they, Lord they of the Rings. They do better research on this thing. It was actually originally inspired by tabletop uh, medieval combat mm-hmm. systems. And... Oh, shit. You know, I, don't, I don't go into this for too long. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> this is just straight from the news release. Sorry. Yeah, I know. They're, the news person sucks, whoever wrote the article. Anyways, finalists for the Hall of Fame this year also included Bubble Wrap, Care Bears, Clue, Coloring no, Book. No, no. Clue. Coloring Book. Yeah. Not Clue. You didn't put a comma in there, so I was like, Clue Coloring Book. There's I a see comma. a comma. There's a comma in mine. Right, comma, my, comma, my comma. My ink, pen, my ink pen probably covered it up. Yeah. <laughs> Nerf, pinball, Rock'em Sock'em Robots. That's awesome. Rock'em Sock'em Robots were awesome. They always broke. They were terrible. My son has it, and it breaks half the time. Transformers and Uno. So, uh, the Dungeons & Dragons, Fisher Price's Little People, and The Swing now join the other Hall of Fame inductees, such as the Atari 2600, Frisbees, and the Cardboard Box. Awesome. I like the cardboard box, but I think that should be a special wing of the toy museum. <laughs> you know, now they, is there an actual museum you can go in and look at these, or is it just like an online presence where they? I'm going to say yes. Okay, I don't know what the answer is, but I'm going to say yes. I would like to walk through the toy museum. I would like to too. That'd be fun. Dev, scientist Dev, Dev the Psy Guy. What are we doing with his name now? The big Dev, dev, big the dev the Psy Guy. Oh, Big Dev the Psy Guy. Could you uh, <laughs> check that up for us? Where's uh, that? Where's this at? Where's the museum? Uh, we don't know if it's really. Oh, you didn't put it out where it's at. No. Well, we, yeah, so we just said, sure well, it's... the Strong National Museum of Play. It doesn't say in the article. Inducts new groups of toys into the National Toy Hall of Fame. Uh, it's so complicated. <laughs> Man, it's not even the Toy Hall of Fame that does the inductions. It's the Strong I still, National Museum of Play. I still feel like. Uh, feel like uh transformers may have been in could have been in there is this why donna well, summer's in the rock and roll hall of fame pretty much same thing. I, I was reading uh when i saw this article the uh criteria that they have to mm-hmm. make it 
And I could see, you know, Transformers, for the most part, was a very limited window during its popularity. And they, like, longevity is one of the things. Well, then Nerf should and, be in. Well, Nerf probably should be in. Uh, and, and they also really take, you know, uh, if it changes the way, you know, you, you think about things, the way you play mm-hmm. or something. So, I mean, Transformers, okay, they transform from one thing to another, but they're still robots and cars. Okay. I like your hand motions. Yeah, everyone at home could see that, yes. right? Uh, you know, I found it. It was originally housed at the Discovery Village in Salem, Oregon. In somebody's basement. But was moved to the Strong National Museum of Play in Rochester, New York. Hey, that's oh. much closer than Salem, Oregon. Yeah, but I'd rather yeah. go to Salem, Oregon. Oregon's beautiful. Yeah, but it's full of all those hippies and hipsters. And green-ups. I know. Ooh, etch sketches in there. Ooh, etch a sketch yeah. from Ohio Arts. That's right. Barbie is number one. Crayola crayons. Mm-hmm. Uh, erector sets, Legos. Oh, oh. Lincoln, that was on a sex toy. Lincoln log. Lincoln's log. I mean Lincoln logs. Oh, little marbles. Army man. Oh, Mary Todd. Monopoly, roller skates, teddy bear, Tinker Toys, Ugh. View Masters. Eh, I like View Masters. Duncan Yo Yo. Yo Yo's I fucking hate. Yeah. But I understand why they're in there. Let's do some depressing news. Uh, the Dark Phoenix Saga remains one of the most popular and discussed storylines in X-Men history. That depresses me. Question. Damn it, I hate that. What is the Dark Phoenix Saga? Jean, uh, Jean. Jean Grey. Jean Grey. <laughs> she gets this four entity in her, and basically... She gets this four entity? No, this force. entity. This, enti- this oh, entity, well... I mean foreign entity. Foreign entity. I... I... <sighs> I'm trying to think, do we give all the retconning they did on this? No, no, no. We're just doing basic. Basic. She gets this, and she becomes all-powerful. She can destroy planets, which she does. She doesn't really... She thinks she can control it, but she can't. Uh, It's one of the... They always bring back the Dark Phoenix every 10 years, Mm -hmm. uh, and somebody else gets it. Jean Grey gets it again. Somebody else gets it. Well, it's it's the Phoenix Force that she gets, and she ended up... After manipulation through some several villains mm-hmm. in the Hellfire Ooh, Club, manipulation. her mind snaps and she, you know, turns evil. And she's got like the power of a god. She goes, you know, she can destroy planets, which she does, which she does. And the uh, storylines run amok. Basically, is what it's it a good story. Like. I like oh, the Dark it's, Phoenix. It's like a great storyline. Yeah, and yeah I mean, this all powerful, destroy worlds. But this was from 1983 uh, or 82. Yeah, yeah early. Yeah, 80s. Right, this was the era of cocaine. Yes. That explains it all. <laughs> so, Chris Claremont, uh, it's a, he's credited with it. They've been, they tried to remake it in X3. Yeah, the third X-Men kind of touched on it. It was awful, though. <laughs> but they had to go back in time? No, yeah. no, 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 no. We're talking the original X-Men movies. Oh, but, but they, they went, went into the future. They rid of that, though, because... Sorry. It was retconned. It was retconned, so... Okay, yeah. Ahead. Because of time travel. Yes. So, LRM is hearing that there are plans to revisit the arc for the next X-Men movie. And make it the central focus moving forward. Why? It's arc with a C, not not the arc in Northern Kentucky. No, that's correct. That's okay. correct. It's checking. This comes off another recent rumor that Fox might be able to might be about to reconfigure the franchise with Simon Kingberg taking a larger role in bringing the universe together. Yay! Why? Why? You just can't move forward with a regular story. I think line. part of it is they realize that 
uh, all these characters are in the 1980s in this film franchise. We need to get them modern day. And they're going to be 50 years old when they hit modern day. How the in, fuck do we do it? Come on, they Sorry. went from the Make, 60s to the 80s I know how you can do it. Years. Make them gender neutral. And <laughs> oh, oh, I know how they can do it. They can put them in a stasis sleep. Ooh, chirogenic. As yeah. we learned from Dr. Big Dr. Dev. The Psy, the Psy guy. guy. I think it was guy. Scientist Dev. Well, we can, we'll Big Dev, the down. Psy guy. We're going to have to write this down. <laughs> Big Dev, the Psy, Psy guy. guy. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Penelope Cruz has signed on to star in Murder on the Orient Express remake. See? Really? Nah, okay. All right, whatever. Nah, it's been long enough. Yeah. I mean... Oh. I'll tell you one thing. I have my ear to the grindstone. Yeah. I, I yeah. talk to a lot of millennials, and they've been saying, when do we get a you murder on... ear to the grindstone? <laughs> ear to the grindstone. <laughs> they've ear been to say... the ground, nose to the grindstone. Whatever. Metaphor mixer. Say... They said, the millennials have said, when can we get our murder on the Orient Express remake? And I'm glad the studios are listening. It's been far too long. They've been wanting this. Uh, they also said, when can we get our Popeye remake? We're really excited about that. <laughs> it's coming. Hey, Agatha Christie stories are great. Yes. I agree. Okay. But I don't think anyone's craving for a remake. Yeah, but I'm just saying you Popeye gonna, stories aren't. No, so. Popeye's You know, they're going to they're make this an action movie. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to get Jean-Claude Van Damme to play Okuo Poirot. Uh, actually, I think I've Penelope seen this before. Penelope is a, you know, super spy. It was Under Siege 2. Stephen yeah. Skull, he was on a train. <laughs> <laughs> Although Jean-Claude Van Damme... Is uh, Belgian and so yeah. Hercule Poirot. So will, will they get make... an actual Belgie to yeah. play him. That'd and Gerard Depardieu will probably be in it. Gerard uh, Depardieu. He plays the caboose. <laughs> Depardieu. Depardieu. Hello. Depardieu. Oh, I am Gerard Depardieu. I am a sex symbol in France. Remy Lacroix, give me that big round of your butt. Mm, yeah, you just can't eat one. Mm, I love me some ham. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. Deadpool three has been greenlit. Now, hold on a second. Sorry. Three already? Yes. If they're, if they're with do... all the problems they're having with two right now. But uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Are they going to make that a modern piece or a period piece? I don't know. It was in the boardroom. Because how, how are they? <laughs> how would yes, it go with the boardroom? Oh, God, I don't know. Well. Let's see, I am Gerard de Perdue. I am in My Father the Hero, My Father the Hero Part 2, and My Father the Hero Part 3. And the Man in the Iron Mask. Let him out! <laughs> I want to remake Murder in the Orient Express. I have kidnapped we here at Warner Brothers, <laughs> don't think that that is a good idea. I kidnap uh, Penelope Cruz. She's going to do it to get out. Oh, well, if you've got Penelope Cruz. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey. Hey, listen about this. Hey, I'm from Sony. Uh, <laughs> I need some casting couch calls. Uh, bring Penelope Cruz in. Yeah, see. Uh, sorry. In. Yeah, I like that. Great. I'm sorry. That'd be awesome. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Sony uh, chairman. Uh, there's Steven Seagal ready for you for the casting couch. Uh, he has a black belt, but he's not wearing it. So, uh, he's all yours. <laughs> I don't know. I can't stand that hair dye he's got. <laughs> have you said, by the way, have you seen Steven Seagal's hair recently? Have you seen Steven Seagal have lately? You recently? <laughs> he makes you Jeff look a, like an athlete. <laughs> when you get a certain age, don't paint your hair anymore. I mean, him, John Travolta, the, the black hair paint. It looks like you just took shoe polish and... Pfft. 
Travolta looks the worst. Oh my god. A little damn do ya. Oh my god. I feel like he's always using the soul glow from uh coming to America. <laughs> he's got soul it all. Glow. Soul glow. Oh god. <sighs> no, but if they're gonna make it a period piece. How well, it does have women in it. Ah! If there's no iPhones or Samsung galaxies. Uh Mortar on the Orient, sponsored by Samsung. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, that'll be interesting. Yeah. No, it won't. On the Express, they're on the train, and everyone's got their phones, and none of them work. Because if they work, they would ruin the story. Or actually, somebody does get killed, but nobody knows it because everybody's on the phone. <laughs> so the whole movie is just an hour and a half on their phones. There's a guy dead in the middle of the hallway. Nobody sees it. The train stops, they just walk over it. You know when they go through a tunnel and they lose their internet connection, the Wi-Fi satellite? <laughs> That was the scariest thing about Westworld. Uh, Ford doesn't have uh, Wi-Fi down below. Yeah. What else is he going to do? Well, he's got it. He turned it off. I know. <sighs> Deadpool yeah. 3 is being greenlit and will co-star X-Force. Yeah, didn't we go over that already? <laughs> nah. <laughs> There's your news, the geek. So they're not doing the X-Force movie? Then? I think they're going to spin that off after Deadpool 3. Oh. Because... Fox has nothing right now because X-Men is dying. Fantastic Four died. And they said, let's just keep making Deadpool. That worked out well. Yeah, we, we made we did one thing right. <laughs> yeah, they can't get the second one going, though. That's the problem. Yeah, because uh, Tim, uh, the director Tim Mil- Miller, I think, he just left over creative differences with Ryan uh, Reynolds. Mm. Mm, Ryan Reynolds' abs. Uh, oh, washboards. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, so I heard The Rock was named Sexiest uh, Man Alive. I agree with that. I agree. I'm sorry. I heard Dwayne Johnson was named Sexiest yes. Man Alive. He does have a rock. You could smell that rice that was cooking. <laughs> no, no, the rock is cooking. The rock. Is cooking. Oh, I thought he was cooking rice. Yeah. Uh, Do there you is... smell the rice I'm cooking? Yeah, that's what I, that's what he says, right? <laughs> uh, there is a rice cooker in the uh, Uncommon Goods it for eighty nine dollars. It's not for twenty nine ninety nine. There's a gin and tonic making kit. Uh, it looks like you have three mason, two mason jars. Basically, that's it. Uh, assembled in Nevada comes with three batches of tonic syrup and three batches of gin. Fifty dollars. <laughs> you can go buy your regular mason jars and some cough syrup. <laughs> just, just do that for ten bucks. Hobie's hundred and fiftieth episode. Take one, go. Well, I'm not ready. Do you have it? Wait. Do you have any ideas for this thing? Well, we're just giving them a short, a short note, congratulating them on their 150th episode. Short note. Classic Brigger said to me a note asking him to congratulate him on his hundred. <laughs> hey man, I've done some really cool shit. Just wondering if you wanted to maybe record something and congratulate me. Hey, <laughs> sounds good, man. Oh, it's good. I guess the internet didn't force them off air so i just think that you know what we should congratulate them on making it through all of the like negativity people telling them to stop early on and yet they just powered right through that and still cranked out 150 episodes that's just perseverance for you right there indeed yeah congrats congrats hobie congrats hobie here's 250 more guys (laughs) good luck
Hello there, gentle Hobie listeners. It's your friendly British podcasters, the 365 Flicks here. The 365 Flicks. Hello there, gentle Hobie listeners. It's your friendly British podcasters, 365 Flicks here. We are your local heroes of pissy opinion. And we love ourselves a weekly dose of Hobie goodness. And want to say a special congratulations to our podcast brothers for reaching the big one fitty. You have to say it like um, like chef style, like one fruity. I thought I did. It was round about one fruity. I'll do the whole thing again. We are your local heroes of pissy opinion. Vocal. Vocal. What's with the motherfucking local? Okay, right. We're there, we're there. Oh, hello there, gentle Hobie listeners. It's your friendly British podcasters, 365 Flicks here. Sure, we are your vocal heroes of pissy opinion. Was that Irish? Or? <laughs> no idea what that was. <laughs> oh, hi the new there. Gentle Hobie listeners, it's your friendly British podcasters of 365 Flicks here. We are your vocal heroes of pissy opinion, eh? And we love ourselves a weekly dose of Hobie goodness. <laughs> what the fuck is know. that? I don't know. What in the motherfuck is it, that? It started off French and then just <laughs> went back to Scottish. <laughs> we are, we are your, your vocal, vocal heroes of pissy, pissy opinion, 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 eh? Just <laughs> we are your vocal heroes of pissy opinion. I can't fucking do the whole thing in an accent. I can't do it. Okay, the new gentle Hobie listeners. It's your friendly British podcasters, 365 Flicks here. We're your vocal heroes of pissy opinion, and we love ourselves a weekly dose of Hobie goodness. And we want to say a special congratulations to our podcast brothers for reaching the big one for it. A special well done to Blake and Jeff for putting up with Jason's endless French Michael Caine impressions. So come on, Gareth, who does the best? What, are them three? Out of us two. Oh, of us two? You do yours first. So, man, so you want a little bit. Are we doing Jason's impression of Michael? Alright. When did he become Elvis? I don't know, that's just the way he talks. Okay. Do your best, Michael Caine. Show, show the boys how they do it. No, because I'm going to sound like Peggy of EastEnders. <laughs> Get out of my pad! You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. That's the Italian job. He was, yeah. way, he was way younger in the Italian job. You, yeah. didn't, you didn't specify a fucking movie. Some men just want to watch it well burn. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. My name is Michael Caine. My name is Michael Caine. Michael Caine. You've got to say Michael Caine. Michael Caine. My name is Michael Caine. Where, where were we? I don't know. A special well done to Blake and Jeff for putting up with Jason's endless French Michael Caine impressions. That was actually good. I thought it was pretty good, actually. I was halfway through that thinking, well done, Kev. Why do we fall, Chris? What other impressions can you do? None. We are vocal heroes of pissy opinion. No, I can't do impressions. Apparently neither can Jason, so it doesn't matter. They'll play ah, it. Man. They will play it anyway. I feel we've covered the Michael Caine impression. You're going to edit that to fuck, right? No. Oh, we're not leaving it like that. Sent as is. Jesus Christ. Hootsman, gentle... <laughs> Hello, gentle Hobie listeners. It's your friendly British podcasters, 365 Flicks here. We are your vocal heroes of pissy opinion, and we love ourselves a weekly dose of Hobie goodness. We want to say a special congratulations to our podcast brothers for reaching the big one fitty. A special well done to Blake and Jeff for putting up with Jason's endless, endless, endless... French Michael Caine impressions. So let's hear your best Brigger Michael Caine impression. My best Brigger uh, Michael Caine. Oh, oh, oh. I'm Michael Caine. Sometimes he man. Yeah, sometimes he like gives it some like some proper oomph, and then other times he just does what you just did. He just goes. <coughs> yeah, he just. Goes, yeah. Some man just want to watch well burn. Very. That was brilliant. Is that all right? That was that was not dead on, but it was close. Well, bugger me. So seeing as it's your hundred and fiftieth. 
episode, we can tell you right now that Cincinnati Comic Expo 2017, we're coming to get you. That's right, the 365 lads are coming to America. Ow! Who sings that song? Is it James Brown? I don't know. Oh, like I'm going to touch, touch myself. Yeah! Coming to America. I live in America. How long's the flight? Uh, nine hours. Oh, brilliant. Fantastic. But we want to do it all. Well, we're there. Yeah. All of it. All of it. Everything. Everything. Get our drank on, maybe. We want to hug for Big Dev and his wandering hand. We want to have a soothing play with Jeff's Viking beer. Hell yeah, we do. Oh, yeah. We want to see Blake and his silk outfit. Yes, we do. And that's right. We're coming for a marathon with the Briggs Brigger. Hells yeah, we are. We're talking King of Queens. We're talking Paul Black. Pixels. I can't think of any other Jason Brigger uh, fucking Jason Brigger movies Kevin James movies one of the same really if anything have you ever seen them in the room at the same time no exactly and we want to do it all well we're there Kev all of it all of it hurry thang we want a hug from Big Dev with his wandering hands oh hells yeah we want to have a soothing play with Jeff's Viking beard soothing we want to see Blake and his sailor outfit oh I definitely want to see that shit and that's right we're coming for a marathon with Jason the Briggs Brigger. You bet your candy ass we are. <laughs> and we are talking every single Kevin James project you could possibly think of. We're talking King of Queens. Chuck and Larry. Hell yeah, Chuck and Larry. Hell yeah, Chuck We're and Larry. We're talking Paul Blart Mall Cop. Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Grown ups. Grown ups 2. Goddamn zookeeper. Here comes the boom. Pixels. We can't forget Pixels. Because it's got the one and only Adam Sandler in it. And his uncredited roles count too. So you know we're going to be doing that. Don't mess with the Zohans. We do not want to forget that at all. We cannot forget about that. Exactly. And we know he's got all these episodes downloaded. Waiting to be watched. Oh, hell waiting yeah. for us to come over to watch them with him. Goddamn Kevin can wait. Kevin cannot wait. That's me. I cannot wait. Well, there I you cannot go. wait to watch me some Kevin James TV movie films with the Briggs. With the Briggs. With the Briggs. And we'll do all of that while drinking you under the table. That's right. We're flying the British drinking flag, some bitches. And no bloody beer pong allowed, you ungrateful colonial pussies. Can you pick us up from the airport, please? Bring Pez and beer. And beer. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Good lads. Nah, but seriously, well done. One fifty and come. All right, well, that music means it's time for top five. Before we get into that, we'd like to thank uh, VF and Nickel over at Graphic Novice. Well, Nickel for, you know, taking over and not letting VF get a word in edgewise. <laughs> and whatever that was that Chris and Kev sent over from 365, uh, you know, some people just love to watch the world burn. So they're starting the ignition there. Sorry, what impression were you just doing? I was doing a Chris 
doing a Jason doing a Michael Caine impression. Uh, I'm not familiar with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. After those thank yous, we are on to our top five. Oh, let me check my notes here. Top five favorite sci-fi slash fantasy films since the year 2000. That was very nice. Thank you. Jeff, I've been working on that all day. Jeff, why don't you go first? Okay. Well, I'm going to put it this way. Well, one, you should probably be able to guess at least half my films here based on the, you know, the <clears throat> almost three years we've been doing this. Mm-hmm. 150 episodes. I know I've talked uh, several of these, and you should probably know them. <laughs> I will say, I didn't put any superhero okay. uh, movies, because I kind of consider that in its own genre, so mm-hmm. I kind of, I know it can cross over, and but on my list, I didn't put them on. That's what I did, too. I, did, I left off superhero movies, because I considered them a complete different genre than sci-fi fantasy. Actually, we could have gone just sci-fi, or could have just gone fantasy well we could do that next well now time. we're doing <laughs> sci-fi fantasy so they didn't know if you guys would have enough sci-fi or fantasy that's all why right. i was doing it there's a lot i'm sorry Jim. all right well i'm starting with my number five my number five is a movie that i really 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 loved and i know jason mm. complains about it oh here we go again number five is solaris Oh, okay. Well, with George Clooney. With George Clooney. <clears throat> I'm sorry I fell asleep while you were talking about it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not my fault that you don't have the intellect to keep up with a simple movie. I've never even heard of this movie before. You don't want to. It's like Gattaca, but worse. Is it about, like, what? Star? They're traveling to a star? Solaris? They, what is it? Uh, two people going to the in the sun. future. One, They're going into the sun. They're going to burn. One's born die. naturally. The other one. Yeah, no, oh, no, that's Gattaca. Gattaca. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's, uh, there's a, an observation uh, station around a star. Uh, yeah, galaxy. Right, I'm bored already. Not. Jason, what's your right. number five? <laughs> uh, my number five is District 9. And I hope he did. You oh, liked District course. 9? I love District 9. That much that it been in your top five? Yeah, in the, last, in the last 15 years. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of helpless 16. aliens shitting on themselves. There were, they were like shrimp. Prawns. Prawns. Yeah. I liked it. It was different. That's why yeah, I liked it, it a lot. Crayfish. Sorry. Crawfish. Did the uh, humans start eating them? I can't remember. I don't think so. That was soil and green. That was from the soil 70s. And, and it was tied, I hope he did, with Serenity. Mm-hmm. So there. <laughs> well, you took my number three off on a tie. Thanks, I, lo- I love Firefly. Serenity was good. Yeah. And I was happy to have it back, but I don't think it was the best one in the last 16 years. Just well, you know, I thought that before I made my list. Mm-hmm. Then I went through all the movies I could find, and Serenity made number three. Hmm. I thought District 9 was different enough that I haven't seen anything like that in a while, so I've really enjoyed it. So that's why it's on my top five. District 9 actually was kind of enjoyable. It was oh. different. Not, not what you normally expect. What's your, uh, I couldn't get past the accent. Those South African accents. Zombie just want to watch the one bun. You couldn't get past the giant crawfish? Oh, that was fine. It was the accents. The reason that was rainbow, <laughs> the accents was not. Uh, what's your number five, Blake? My number five is actually a three-way. Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, God. In the name of the king. In the name of the no, king. Hold on a second. I'm going to write that down. <clears throat> now. Dungeons and Dragons, the book of evil leaders. Mormon. Evil lead. yeah, no, no. Okay. <laughs> now, mine is uh, it's the, uh, the Pegs trilogy. They were all Shaun of the Dead, started, oh. rebooted okay. the zombie trilogy, the whole this. zombie thing, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End. Okay. The World's End, probably not as popular as the first two, but it still, I thought, was pretty funny it's and hot significant. Hot Fuzz, really sci-fi? 
Hot Fuzz, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is there aliens in it? Sci-fi fantasy. Okay. Good. Good for you. What's your number four? Yeah. <laughs> uh number four. It's, a, it's, a, it's another tie. Oh, you hoping it? Yeah. There. I uh, can only think of movies that started with the word the mm-hmm. and one other word, so I put them together for my number four. Okay. So there's the madness method to the madness. Okay. As, uh, actually, I do really, really like them both an awful lot. It's uh, The Prestige and The Road. The Prestige was very, very good. It's one of my favorites mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. I didn't yes. know if it was sci-fi or not. Yeah. What uh, the fuck? What do you mean it's sci-fi I guess or not? Yeah. Yeah, get <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Yeah, they only made it a sheet that duplicates people. <laughs> Is it really sci-fi? Is magic really sci-fi? I just realized that. I don't know. Second, magicians are magicians are actually sci science fiction. I don't know. Uh, Blake, he's got a point. It's not science fiction. It's science fact. Oh that's yeah, Tesla actually oh, made. Oh yeah, that's right. It's real. Yeah, it's real to me. That's Darren. right. It's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that was a dumb comment by me. <laughs> That was probably number six on my list. Yeah, I'm going to put prestige yes. tied for number two now. There you go. Well, <laughs> did you like The Road? No. Vigo Morganson and his the daughter? Book. I like the book. I thought it was pretty... I I thought it was a good uh, post-apocalyptic, fairly kind of realistic post-apocalyptic thing. I did it's quite depressing. The road. It is very depressing, but it, it, they come across a good number of things and... You, you really don't know exactly what caused the apocalypse. You know, you think it may have been kind of like a nuclear strike mm-hmm. or kind of something like that. But or Donald Trump. Or yeah, or the uh, millennial protests blowing up the world. I don't um, know. Soapbox on the Canadian podcast <laughs> network. <laughs> well, my number four is uh, Ty. Ty, of course. Ty. Uh, frequency. Thought you were going to put that. I on like there. frequency. I know you like. Uh, I can't remember what that show? was. No, I've not. I think I might just watch it when it's all done and just watch the whole season. What was that movie about? Uh, she's uh, this uh, guy is on a she. No, it's a guy. Some guy. in the TV show. It's the female. It's in, in the okay. thing. Yeah. It's his son. He uh, does a uh, ham radio, uh, yeah. and he uh, next back to his dad back he, thirty he talks years back ago. Back to the past through the ham radio and saves his dad from dying from mm. a murder. Uh, it, it was better than that sounds. Yes. Okay. It started Jesus. It, it's kind of like the lake house with the time traveling mailbox. You're not helping. <laughs> not helping. Not helping. Uh, you tied that, that with the lake house? Though? No, I tied it with the mist. Love uh, the mist. Love the ending. Love the whole yeah, movie. That's mist right. was good. So I'm going, that was my number two number fours. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jeff, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That's an honorable mention for me. I like that movie a lot. I really. I haven't movie. been able to watch the movie in, in its entirety, but I have seen parts of it. Very but well it hasn't really inspired me to watch the whole thing. Ah. Mm. But your, I, 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 maybe I just can't get past the Jim Carrey thing. He's good in it, though. He's good in it, but I can certainly understand people having a hard time getting past what they look at him and say, oh, it's Jim Carrey. It's the... It's better than number 23. Of the sunshine mind. My number three was Serenity. That's why I couldn't get past it. He's talking out of his ass the whole time. Yeah, talking like the mask the whole time, exactly. Or the Grinch. Or, oh yeah. Let's never mention the Grinch again. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Your number three was Serenity? It was Serenity because it was blown by Jason. Yes. Jason likes to blow things. We do. 
Uh, number three was a recent one. I don't care. It had its flaws, but I loved it. Force Awakens. Star Wars Force Awakens. Don't surprise me that you put it on there. Uh, okay, well, there's a lot of disdain over there. No, sorry, no, here's, not at all. Go uh, fuck yourself. No, no, I'm hey. sorry. I was not being sarcastic. That was. I, oh, I'm see, just, that's the thing. You gotta yeah. take it as sarcasm. So I yeah. take everything. You could have just said, "Hey, the uh, rewrite of Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi." Oh, jeez, we're we gonna talk about your red, white, and blue show, or what was that movie that you always liked, the French ones? I don't know. But uh, that, that's Morris that likes the red, white, and blue. Trailer. Oh, okay, that's yeah. Right. <laughs> what are you talking about? He likes you, the one where you. Turn hey, if the you're going to insult me, get your the shit straight. <laughs> What's your number three, Blake? Get your Depardieu doo straight if you're going to oh, insult me. In the name of the king, Depardieu. Oh no, in the name of the father. Sorry. <laughs> What's your number three, Blake? Uh, that was a good movie, by the way. In the name of the father. Yeah, you in the name of the father, in the name of the king. My father, the hero. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Was he in the name of the king? Was he a bull movie? No, never mind. Never the mind. The father was Daniel Day Lewis. As you movie. have noticed, I am not on it tonight, so let's just keep moving. <laughs> After 150 episodes, his brain turns to mush. <laughs> it's always pretty close. He was too busy uh, watching the world burn. He was just 150 episodes away <laughs> from insanity. Number three was 300. Ah, I see what you did there. I. Actually, came to this actually a lot of skepticism, mm -hmm. but it was a Frank, uh, what's his Miller. name? Frank Miller. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I gave it a chance, and I actually really liked it a lot. Did you see the sequel? Well, the prequel. What, 301? No, what is it called? Uh, it was a prequel, 299. <laughs> <laughs> no, 300 but... Rise of an Empire? Is that yeah, Rise of the Empire. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, the later one, the, the sea it got battle destroyed. with the you Athenians, the Athenian Navy. But here's something good. If you like... Greek history, you mm -hmm. like Persians, you like all that kind of stuff. This is where I'm going to segue into something that's kind of timely. Mm -hmm. uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, mm -hmm. he just finished up a, uh, a like a three, four-parter called, you know, they're like three hours of pop, called Kings of Kings. And essentially it goes back and looks at the Persian Empire through Greek historian eyes, and they talk about these battles and basically, you know, the Greeks versus Persians and how basically here in Western civilization, it's been set up as the Greeks, the small guys against the bad guys, the Persians, mm -hmm. you know, because that's the only angle that we have. You Always know, from, for the from the historians and the Greek, you know, the Greek historians basically yeah, telling the, the stories. You. You, it's mostly, and that's almost all that they have, and that's it. And so, but he goes through and looks at it and well, actually... Well, even have that. You know, Alexander the Great destroyed a lot of shit when he conquered places. Well, that, he well, wasn't so great. Yeah, well, well, that and the the fact that, uh, you know, you're getting it from Greek historians several decades, possibly hundreds of years after the fact that these things happen. Yeah, so you only get that and it's afterwards. And, and, uh, and actually, if you dig back into what they do know of ancient history, the Persians actually really weren't that bad of an empire compared to the Assyrians and the Babylonians, everything that came before it. The Persians were actually kind of like the good guy empire of the Far East, you know, in, in, in terms of letting people keep the religions and the assimilation mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But you get the them built as the bad guys up because you get the Greek version because the underdog story is the underdog story is always better. So actually, uh, so Dan Carlin does a really good job of uh, presenting both sides and and uh, 
you like history podcasts i know some of our podcast buddies do shots of history uh you know and the, the facebook page and all that kind of stuff but you know if you go in dan carlin hardcore history kings of kings that series is good to listen to especially if you got a nine hour flight for example coming from the UK. <laughs> you're coming from london you're coming from london you got nine hours you know listen to that there everything i learned from mythology was uh from uh hercules the animated movie oh, god oh, i know you're saying that just to get under my skin but <laughs> what? it works what oh what what it was, so, it was so good i'll go watch your world oh, right <laughs> what's your number yeah. two number like? two was uh, i couldn't think of any movies that started off with two. Oh, well i do but hold on uh inception Two women. In a, no. Oh, what? Inception. Inception. Yes. That, that, that was my number one. That was your number one. Of course it was. Well, it's my number two, and it's up there. So there you go. Inception. Great yeah, sci-fi. Just Jason doesn't get it. It's basically dreamscape on steroids. Dreams inside a dream. Inside a dream. Inside a That's dream. Really cool. Inside a dream. At the end, is he actually back, yeah. or is he decided to matter. stay in his dream? It doesn't matter. With the spinning top. He's happy with his kids. There you go. How do you know? You fell asleep, apparently. No, I watched yes. it. I think you, you were dreaming. Dang. Oh, I yeah, yeah. Uh, my number two <laughs> is a tie. Are you actually awake now, Jason? I don't is think I am. I'm, I'm fading. <laughs> my number two is uh, Hobie It uh, again. Of course uh, you did. The Prestige, because oh, Blake just mentioned, mentioned it. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't know it was sci-fi. Uh, and yes. actually, my original number two was uh, Interstellar. The recent one, uh, really well done. So your number two... Are two Christopher Nolan movies, mm-hmm. and then you bitch and complain about his best. Yeah, I don't get you. Yeah, Batman Returns. No, Dark Knight, Inception, Dark Knight. No, that's actually Jonathan Nolan, wasn't it? Oh, no, they're crap. Christopher Nolan. Jonathan mm. Nolan just writes. Yeah, he man. Just writes oh man, Memento didn't fall into sci-fi or fantasy, so. And uh, it was before two thousand. In the world, oh. <laughs> tangent. Since Woo. we're on the Tangent Bound Network, Memento. Oh God! Our buddy Jeff in Columbus. Yes. Never saw the movie. Not not Jeff here, but another guy named Jeff. Okay. Never saw the movie Memento. So a couple years ago, we kept saying you got to watch this movie. It's about memory. It repeats itself. Blah blah blah. blah and everything. Memento. So finally, he goes, and this is when they still had Blockbuster. He goes, gets the DVD Memento, puts it in, and it keeps starting and going back. You know, starting and going back, starting <laughs> and going DVD back, starting and going back. And the DVD kept skipping. And he said, he's like, I can't watch this anymore. He's like, he realized he's three hours into the movie, but the DVD thinks that he was only like an hour and 20 minutes into the movie. And he realized the movie kept skipping. So not only was he watching Memento, but it was a skipping Memento backwards. And he said, he finally gave up. He's like, I can't fucking watch this movie anymore. And he realized him and Skip, he's like, fuck it, I can't take this anymore. I took it back to D. Do, 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 do you think somebody Blockbuster did that on purpose? Scratched it just for that? <laughs> so he's like, I know it's saying it goes to get a little bit back and it comes back a little bit back, it comes back. And he's like, I couldn't. It was like three hours. And this movie had no end. I can watch the same thing over and over again. And I looked at the DVDs. It's only like an hour and ten minutes in. I don't know what was going on. So... Blake, so, oh my god, Blake said it would get better. True story. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever go back and watch the end? He's like, no, I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> well, I suppose he's got a reason to hate yeah, it. Yeah, I just movie. picture the blockbuster employee. Let's <laughs> scratch this fucker. <laughs> right here. Can you imagine watching this movie? You're like, why does everybody think it's so great? It's driving me crazy. It's the same thing for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what's your number one? 
Number two? Uh, my number two. Yeah, yes, sorry. you already heard oh, my number sorry. one. No, you're fine. You finished your twos? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Uh, my number two, of course, is the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Okay. Yeah, that was my number one. Oh, The Lord of the Rings trilogy. So we had the same one and two, just flip-flopped. Yeah. Exactly. So Blake has taste. Okay. Yes, and Jeff has taste. All right. What do you think my number one is? And we know that you have borrowed a taste because you wrote my movie down after I gave you the idea. (laughs) Yes, yes, I do love for sexy. Because the ones that I thought you would have, you already mentioned. Mm -hmm. Uh, I kind of broke a rule for myself on this one. Uh Uh-oh. It is from 2000s, but... Um... Guardians of the Galaxy. There you go. Really? I didn't like. I didn't like. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? I think it did Star. That... I thought it did Star Wars better than The Force Awakens did. Uh, I loved it because I, I it was know, good, but I didn't think it was like number no, one. I knew nothing about them, and I watched it. I loved it. And Chris mm-hmm. Pratt's abs. Mm. Uh, but I have watched that mm. more. Yeah, you're, you're right. Yep, I'm gonna have to have that as a, in my list. I didn't add the Chris Pratt See? abs factor. And you had uh, Zoe. What's I, her I name? Was, Zeldana. Yeah, you also her didn't name? have uh, Jurassic mm. World. I thought you might put that in your. Nah, it was mm. good, but I don't, it was on my top five. Is that sci-fi? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fantasy. No, okay. Because <laughs> everybody knows dinosaurs never existed. Because <laughs> <laughs> they didn't make it onto the ark. They did make it on the ark. They just died of oh, dysentery. Uh, <laughs> it was a rough one for them. Yeah, it was rough. Uh, yeah Guardians Galaxy is the number one uh, more film, D- superhero film. I love it. Um, <laughs> they didn't make it because they tasted like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> How'd the chicken make it? <laughs> it crossed the road. Oh. Uh, we did have some listener picks. Uh, Pop Culture Cafe had number five, The Incredibles. Number four, Underworld. Ooh. The uh, first one wasn't bad. No, the first one wasn't it bad. Just wasn't what I was expecting, so I was taken aback by it. That's true. Uh, let's see here. We also had... Uh, Predestined. They had number three, Predestination. Thank you. Uh, which was... Um, I'm trying to think what actor was in it. I can't remember what it. that was. Predestination? Yeah, I, I saw the cover was. to it, and I, I remember it come out, but not much about it. Is it, it better be- than Final Destination? Well, everything is. <laughs> uh, well, this came... This was out before Final Destination. This is Predestination. Ah, gotcha. Ah! Uh, let's see. We also had um, yeah. Captain America: The First Avenger. He had, and number one was Iron Man. Yeah. Iron Man. Wow. See, we I would put the first two in the superhero category. Okay. Obviously. Well, yeah. I and, put number five in the superhero yeah. category. Number five personally. would be animation. Uh, from Genie. <laughs> and who is she? Uh, she's the first woman of space violence over in salty language. Sorry about the stabbing. Uh, let's see. <laughs> or maybe we're happy about it. Hey, actually, you know what? I'm feeling kind of warm and tingly inside. <laughs> uh, number five was 300. Number four, District 9. Number three was Howl's Moving Castle and Spirited Away. She hobied it. I enjoyed both of those movies. Two was Stardust. I've never seen that. I wanted to, though. I saw it, and I think I was hoping for more, but mm-hmm. I'm hearing good things about it, so maybe I'll give it another chance. Uh, number one, Unbreakable. Uh, she had no hobbits or uh, supers. You know, that would have been a good one. Yeah, that's true. That would be my honorable. No hobbits or supers. Darn it. Uh, but Cri- Unbreakable is a super. Kind yeah, of, it was- but it could be sci-fi. <laughs> because but- it really wasn't superhero-ish. It was like the superhero origin story. Origin how- story? Origin. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's so how it's kind of like Knight a superhero uh, story it. without being a superhero story. Yes. <laughs> Matthew, I uh, passerby had the Matrix Reloaded. 
Matrix yeah. Revolutions? No, I'm not talking about the text. I'm talking what's under the text. Stop it. Subtext? Stop. Yeah. Stop it. Subtext. Constantine, John Wick, and John Wick 2. I think you had Keanu Reeves fever. Uh, yeah. Wait a minute. You would pick, Did you not pick the new what? Point Break? Oh, Johnny Mnemonic was in the 90s. Oh. That's why he didn't. Um. Uh, let's see. Chris, the Frenchman over at 365 Flicks. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, had number five, The Prestige. Four, Serenity. Jolly Good. No, Serenity. No, I'm talking Jolly Good to The Prestige. No. Three, The Martian. What's Two, that stuff? Harry Potter Saga. No. Nope. <laughs> and number one, Lord of the Rings. Brilliant. Brilliant. I'm sorry. I think that he said in the name of the King trilogy. I'm sorry. Oh, Yui uh, Bull. Good job, Chris. Good job. Uh, yes. Yeah, so thanks everybody for sending it in. Uh, bad idea of the week. Uh, number twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Uh, deleting your emails on a government server. Okay. Uh, moving on. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. And Roger says goodbye. It was a private server. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Hello, Hobie listeners. We join next September 22nd through the 24th, 2017. Jason, that's a year away. Well, sure it is. But you know what? It's never too early to plan for the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Last year, we had Stan Lee. We had John Barrowman and even Teddy Sears. Zip. He was fast. That's September 22nd through the 24th at the Duke Energy Convention Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. Check the Cincinnati Comic Expo Facebook page out for all the news, or you can listen to Hobie and we'll be updating it as they release the new guest. Again, Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 22nd through the 24th. Make your plans now. From walking dead to talking heads, from comic books to TV sets, there's a history of not so bad, there's the history. It's the history of bad, so bad, the history of bad.